Konnichiwa! And Konnichiwa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki. We're late, we're cranky, but we got a show to do for the people. Yeah, uh, I'm Matt, your host, and to join me, of course, always my co-hi, Ethan, what's up? I'm talking to you guys on my new MacBook! Let's go, yeah. motherfuckers! Bet like, bet like four grand on that shit. Fucking 33, yeah, bro, goddamn near. Thank God for the Best Buy credit card. There you go. And you'll pay that off very soon, I'm sure. Nah, maybe. I don't know. It's hundred dollars a month, basically, because it's thirty-six month financing. So fucking, it's roughly dollars okay. a month. If I do hundred dollars a month, I'll I'll pay it off in thirty-three months. All right. Well, you could also rob it back. I could be a Nick Gage, right? You could. It could be Nick Gage. All right. Speaking of Nick Gage, we're gonna see that motherfucker in uh in January, aren't we, buddy? Oh, good. And I'll be sure to boo him. Really? You gonna boo Nick Gage? Oh yeah, bro. You're gonna get fucking stabbed. I know. You will get stabbed. I will have to talk to your significant other and be like, hey, your uh, <laughs> husband's currently at fucking uh, Mercy Hospital in fucking. Uh... Yeah. And I'll go bitch to a pussy no balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Goddamn. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we, we got a lot of fun. Uh, our first show has ended for the season. Well, mine. Your first so I'll be talking about that later. Yes, and just a brief uh, note in regards to this week's episode, there was no 86 and there was no Paladin due to delays in production slash um, other like shows basically that were being aired in Japan that were focused on. So we won't be doing reviews on those because there was nothing new to review. And I, even though we're doing this show, as Matt said, we're doing this late. So I have not seen Boruto and I have not seen, um, what was the other one? I think it was just Boruto, right? You saw Gimbare? Yeah, I saw Ganabre. Okay, I was going to say, I, I, I didn't Fucking, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you and your guy. Well, I think we got one more episode. Yeah, we have both of that. And then for me, I have one more of um of uh, Tawawa. Um, what's the other one I didn't see? Um, give me one moment. Un momentito, senor. Demon Slayer. But there's nothing new to report on Demon Slayer. Well, I'm probably, it was just, it was probably it was just five extra minutes, but I don't care. <laughs> oh, was it five minutes? There was, there, there was five extra minutes added to that. Okay. Well, I'm going to watch it. And the reason why Demon Slayer is significant is because starting next week, guys, um, we will have new content for Demon Slayer, which means. Yes, we'll have, we can actually talk about we can it. Talk about Demon Slayer. And I mean, you know, for what it's worth, we might as well mention the, the, the movie, the Mugen Train arc. I didn't mind it. This is my second watch through. I wasn't one of those guys that binged Mugen Train like 60 times. And now that they're doing a, a thing like, ah, I don't want to watch it. Like, this is my second time. And, you know, no. it's not as good as the first. It's never as good as the first. But it still hits in its own way. And, you know, I can appreciate everything about the show per se. So right. um, I didn't mind it as a whole. Um, just the principle of it, always going to knock it down. But just because the fucking the content is just so fucking epic, I would give this portion at least a three out of five as we head into the new um, into the new episodes coming into next week. Agreed. Yep. But again, since we have stuff ending, we'll be adding that next week. And we will uh, also try and add... Uh... Jojo, everyone. That's right. That's right. Stone Ocean is officially comes out this Sunday. No, it comes uh, out Wednesday, dude. It comes out Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday the first out. on Netflix, and they're gonna drop, I believe, the first twelve episodes. So here's yeah. a caveat, guys. I am not caught up with the last season of Jojo. Um, what is it? Golden Wind. Uh, yeah. 
Golden Wind. I have not caught up with that. I have I'm on episode 28 of 39. So I have 12 more episodes to watch. Um, I don't know when exactly I'll get a chance to watch them, considering how busy my life has been lately. Um, I'm going to be next week is going to be tough, too, because I'm going to be busy the whole weekend, dude. Freaking uh, Friday. I've got a um, what's it called Friday. I'm going to go see uh, Sword Art Online, which we will review. Did you buy your tickets already, Matthew? Uh, I'm in the city Friday, so I won't be able to see it. Well, I mean, this weekend in general, are you going to watch it this week? Uh, if there is another day I can watch it, yes. Okay, so we will try and uh, go with Sword Art Online. I am going to definitely watch it Friday, so I'll have a full review if you guys want. Yes. In general. But, um, and then Saturday I'm going to a concert, and so I don't know when exactly, like I said, I'll be able to catch up. Hopefully soon. Um, we'll see what we could do on that front. Yep, and- we'll, see, we'll see if we, if we got to call a little late in the week or just push it. Yes. Uh, we will yeah. see. Uh, but we will not be reviewing Stone Ocean until Ethan is caught up. Yes. And we do you want, Matthew, do you want to do like one episode a week or do you want to just binge the whole fucking thing and then give our. our uh, let's see how much we can get in that week. And we'll find out when the, and we'll find out when the next set comes out. Yeah, we can maybe do like Ragnarok where like I was behind, but I saw a couple things. So we were able to talk a little bit about it. So then, uh, again, if it's not that much, we'll probably talk like the first. We'll talk about every four episodes. We might be able to extend that. Yeah, we could do that. So um, if we do it like that, we'll probably be okay. <laughs> word, word, word. Um, and, other than that, the, I don't have any more news and notes. Matthew, do you have any more? Uh, I do. Japan's yearly manga and light novel rankings have been revealed hmm. as of last week. And the winner for this year is Jujutsu Kaisen. Manga sales were over 30 million. Dude, freaking Jujutsu is going to sweep in all sincerity. Between that and Attack on Titan, it's going to be really tough for anything to really beat that. Well, well, the top five for manga sales by series is Jujutsu Kaisen, then Demon Slayer, Mm. Tokyo Revengers, Mm. Attack on Titan, Mm. and My Hero Academia. Mm. Uh, Attack on Titan and Academia were 7 million. Tokyo Revengers, 25 million. Yeah, Revengers Demon blew Slayer. up because of the anime. Yeah, Demon Slayer lost by a million and 400,000. Yeah, because everybody was buying that last arc. Right. But uh, manga sales by volume, Demon Slayer won, won with their last volume by 3 million. It's crazy how people, like, you know. Oh, yeah. No. And uh, what'd you call it? Uh, light novel sales, uh, Demon Slayer. And light, and light novel sales by volume is Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm. But overall, number one is Jujutsu Kaisen. So congrats to them. They beat Demon Slayer, who won last year. Omerito gozaimasu. So good shit on that one. I believe that is it for... I really got a lot of news. Um, uh, a light novel did get announced for anime, as a, for anime adaptation spring 2022. This one I might watch. It's called Trapped in a Dating Sim. The world of Atome games is tougher for mo- is tough for mobs. It will come out for the spring season. Mm. Um. Oh, I just remembered. Also, I did we talk about Spy Family being officially announced for? Uh, we did. We did. Okay, I saw yes, that. Uh, we're like to like shove that. We're gonna. We're definitely watching that. We're gonna have Spy Family. We're gonna have Spy Family. Yes, we will definitely watch it. Uh, more than a couple less than lovers manga has got also got an anime adaptation. Uh, we don't know when that's going to. Do you hear the dinging from oh, my? Dad. Yes. All right, I'm gonna have to. It's probably from Facebook. Kill that. No, it's my. I'm talking to a girl. Oh, well, she she can wait. I'm going on a date Wednesday. Can I mute? No. I don't know. Can you? I should be able to hide alerts. There we go. Should be able to hide alerts. Anyway. Hey, oh, okay. Now I see the actual. Light novelists and all that. Mm, mm. All right, light number one, light novel 
is Chirimune Chitose Kun is inside a ramen bottle. Some of these fucking titles, Jesus. Well, Christ. they they want people to just read the cover, see if it interests them, and then boom. Canada uh, Kun puts a finger in his ass. Fucking volume one. Yeah, well, that that sells. <laughs> the Aoi, it sells. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, you know, speaking that, of Yaoi, I you know I get emails from Right Stuff Anime, and man, they market the fuck out of Yaoi. Like, oh yeah, I, you know, like I know Yaoi is like a very popular like you know uh, genre in 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 manga and in anime, but you know, with the amount of manga that's out there, that's Yaoi, like Boys Life, uh, it's pretty like wow. Like I feel like I see so many more Yaoi than I would Yuri, and I you know I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, I told you, I told you, it's a big thing. It's crazy, dude. And, you know, I, sometimes I'm going to have like a small admission. Every time I keep I see, keep seeing promos about the the, the new Yahweh that's going to come out in January, like a small, very small part of me is considering adding that to my to my watch list. I don't know why. It looks wholesome. It's going to be one of the popular ones for sure. Oh, yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, I think I think it'll be better than the tricorder window. And I guess the romance sense, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, all right. Best girl for light novel. Uh, Sheena from She is the Neighbor Angel. I am spoilt by her. And uh, and best book is Sasaki to Pichan. Best male character is uh, Kiyotaka from Classroom Elite, I believe. Yep. Classroom of the Elites. He's still up there and running. And best illustrator. Uh, Shinsaku Tomose from Classroom Elite. So congrats to you guys as well. Alrighty, uh, we're gonna get to our separate stuff first. Since I usually have since I had the most this time around, I will go first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, visual prison. Um, this one seemed like filler. Mm. Basically, vacation spot for Oz, Lost Eden, and Eclipse. As uh, what you call Oz was recording. I thought they took a little break at this resort where they were all record. Uh, one of the band members, Eve, gets possessed by the princess of the vampires. And it just turned into a game of hide and seek because she wants to be entertained. She has a conversation with uh, Angie and just about, I don't know, I guess the, the conference is music and visual prison. The song is nice from the princess, too, while taking over Eve's body. Uh, that's really all I got to say about that one. Again, there's really nothing special for that episode. Mm, mm. So, again, it happens. We got to do uh tricorder window this one was great we got we picked up right where we left off with uh Mikado's father seeing erica the bodyguard and erica's mother what the fuck you guys doing that type mm-hmm. of thing and he's like talking about how he wants to hurt him and, it, and he gets tased by erica's mom it's <laughs> knocked the fuck out and so because of this she tells erica and uh takaki how to how come they're not more tasers in anime but yeah, Erica and her bodyguard leave. She had, after the mother telling her to, like, I, I'll, I'll take care of him, type of thing. You guys go on your merry way. So mm-hmm. she, so she goes to her hideouts mm-hmm. and she talks about how they have to take this guy down to take down Sensei or Mikado's father. And then uh, Mikado and uh, Hiwakawa they uh, have a bit of an argument. Uh, basically, how Hiwakawa does not understand emotions type of thing because again he's been a sheltered person all his life with his powers mm. like he was basically used by a cult mm. and it got it, it gave him this selfish type demeanor to him mm-hmm. 
And so how does uh, Hibakab respond to all this? He sends him to this other dimension from the from the tri-corner window type thing. Hmm. And he talks to this one girl there. Basically, he's like, is he mad at you? He's like, I, I guess that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's like, all right, I need a timeout from you. I need a break from you. Mm-hmm. And then Hibakawa takes a walk around like he's strolling around. He said, maybe Mikado's not my destiny after all type of thing. And he sees Mikado's father. Mm. It this burnt up house, and this bit is like, hey, like, who are you? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're the one that stole stuff from me. Mm-hmm. And Mikado's father is like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. That type of thing. Eventually, Mikado does make his way back and he sees his father and Hibakawa there. Mm. But he doesn't, again, he doesn't see his father since he was a kid, so he doesn't know what he looks like. Mm. And uh, the father was also like freaking out because he heard his name, he heard Mikado's name. Mm-hmm. There's like, like, so it got to the point where he freaked out and like just passed out. Like he was bleeding all this. Like he, he was actually getting weaker. Mm. The only way for him to get weaker for his powers is to know his name. But the fact that his son is right there next to him doesn't really notice it. That's where he has that little freak out moment. Mm-hmm. And then we get another cliffhanger from that. So like, God damn it. Mm. Stop doing this. Stop doing this to me. I just want to know what the fuck happens next. <laughs> but uh, so we're I'm gonna get good shit on that one for next week for sure. Alrighty, uh, but I'm glad it's improving, so I'm happy with that overall. All right, looping the third, mm. we get we get more Sherlock story. Mm. Uh, all right, first any gotta is drunk at a is drunk at a bar with the other officers. Uh, Lupin arrives to England again with uh, Jigen. It's like, oh yeah, uh, we're lo- I'm looking for this assassin. Like, can you talk to him this time? Like, why do I have to talk to him? You're basically better at talking. Yeah, well, you know the mercenaries because you are a mercenary. You're great at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, and no going on because his confidence is still ruining because Sherlock clapped him around. <laughs> mm-hmm. So bye bye samurai and no Fujiko. So it's just Jigen and Lupin mm-hmm. or Lupin. Sorry. Uh, anyway, and then we see a little bit of. Uh, Yadagarasu with uh, Lily, which is a uh, Watson's daughter. For those that remember when we were talking about him, mm-hmm. uh, she starts having a little more of the flashback memories of what happened with Watson dying. So she gets a little headache from it, migraine, at least the point where Sherlock goes home to check up on her. Mm-hmm. And during all this, uh, Lupin is uh, on the roof, like on a hideout, like looking around because he's looking for this assassin mm-hmm. that's trying to. Assassinate Luke, tries assassinate Sherlock or the daughter. And then we see Zenigata on the roof. He's like, What the hell are you doing? Like, he's trying to catch him. Mm-hmm. At first, he asks, uh, Did you were you the one that killed Watson? And Lupin was like, No comment. That type of thing. So that means that, yes, I mean, I'm going to take you in. But during that little argument, they see the sniper on the roof. So with that, Zenigata points him out, like, Hey, police, stop. You're under arrest. Uh, the sniper tries to shoot at Zenigata Lupin. And then he makes an escape to away in the graveyard. At least as any guy loop on going there. So basically they, they kind of have to work together because what you call it? The snipers there. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. So while they're the sniper is trying to shoot at him, uh, basically they're like, all right, so Zenny got to talk to loop on about what happened. Like, can you tell me your side start what happened with the whole thing? Mm-hmm. And they talk about the main organization called the Raven. There was people Sherlock and Watson were going after. And there was this uh, mass gunman in the alleyway. And Lupin was like in like one of the corners, like like looking on. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you call it? Watson was trying to go for the guy and he heard his daughter crying out to him like, Daddy, where are you? And that led to the robber shooting Watson mm-hmm. during their little struggle with the uh, gun. And because of this, the guy ran away and then Lupin went over to check out Watson. Uh, but this led to Lily thinking that Lupin shot the dad. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was a smoke bomb by uh, Sherlock and he tells Sherlock to leave. To like never see me like like he knew it wasn't him, mm-hmm. but he didn't want anything ha- bad happen to Lily because she's traumatized now because her dad's dead. So she didn't want her to think like get the story mixed up. So Lupin starts explaining to Zendigata. So it's like, so why are you back here then? If that's the case, so it's like, it's like why are you letting? Why do you why do you want Lily to see you? It's like, well, she has to learn to grow because she's not gonna learn when she's just isolated. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, like you got a point there. Uh, they eventually start chasing. Eventually, the sniper ran out of bullets. Uh, he got chased down, and he made his escape, like official escape, in- into the water. Mm-hmm. And then he sees Zeniga loop on talking, and then Zeniga takes the mask off. It was actually Sherlock the whole time mm-hmm. who was listening to the whole story. I was like, oh shit! Because <laughs> I uh, remember, remember Zeniga was at the bar drinking and all that with the with the guys. So I, that makes perfect sense of why that wasn't actually him. Mm-hmm. So Sherlock trying to get answers from it was he wanted to hear from Lupin. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about that. Uh, he kind of faked her. It's like, all right, just don't get in my way while I steal shit. That's all. Mm-hmm. And that's where the episode ended. So again, I'm glad we're getting to the actual main story. So I am happy for that in that regard. So very good stuff. <laughs> that made me happy. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Blue Period came back because mm-hmm. we had uh, production issue, so an episode was delayed. Mm. So we got to uh, exams are coming up in the next week, and uh, Oba Sensei is basically analyzing the artist's work of like what's good about him, what's bad about him, and she agrees that Yaguchi is the the one that's growing the most for someone that's been doing this for six months. Mm-hmm. And they find out her, as she actually tells him what his actual problem is, is that he has no adaptability with his art. Like he's not adapting to what Tatamika likes. Like he's basically, he's, he's like, he's not having fun doing these. Like mm-hmm. he's just more serious about it and just having fun like how he used to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because of this, I'm not seeing growth from that. So all this time, like he was trying to like figure all that out. And uh, in a surprise visit he gets uh, from one of his friends from the school, Koigabu uh, Kubo, like one of the delinquents. He's like, hey, uh, like I was around here. Like, do you want to join me for, for a meal or something? Mm-hmm. And then he starts talking. He's like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, first he said no. And then he's like, all right, yeah, I'll join you, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's talking about like the stress of the art school type of thing. And his friend actually opens up to what he really wanted to do because all his friends talk about their careers after school. Mm-hmm. And he said, first it was like done through business to his friends. And then he actually opens up to Yaguchi saying, I want to be a baker. Like this big, like this big guy, this big guy that you expect nothing from him mm-hmm. wants to go to like this bakery type school. That's and he cool. said he got inspired by Yaguchi from how you pursued art mm-hmm. and how they would listen to him talking about it. And the work he's put into it. So I that was a really sweet moment. That's how he got inspired by his friend like that. And they actually opened up to talk about it. Mm. But and this in a way helped Yaguchi kind of remember like again, like he it was originally to have fun with it. 
mm-hmm. that he knows to have that part about him when he started. Mm-hmm. And so we basically got that for, and then the exams comes and then he just starts drawing. And then you see uh, Ryuji, the, uh, the trap one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the exam, because we haven't heard from him in a while ever since uh, he got dumped, so we find out he was actually a guy. <laughs> so, so it was nice to actually see him come back, but he didn't have any lines on me. He was in the exam room and just crosses a big X on the canvas and just walks out. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what happened or why, but uh, I guess this is a very nice episode. I liked it for what it was. I got, I like the, I got like to talk with Yagachi and his friend. And Yagachi has hives from the drawing, apparently. <laughs> like his, like their bodies do break down during this. Uh, actually, in the last episode, one of them collapsed mm. from like the stress, not eating, not sleeping, none of that. So like these happen to artists. Mm-hmm. These really do. A yeah. lot of a lot of work is put in the, into this. Yeah, that's why you see freaking uh, like oh, so and so is on a health hiatus for two weeks or something because they're freaking dying at their computers and shit. Right, right. Oh, uh, also, it's a happy three-year anniversary to Hunter Hunter for their hiatus. That's not a happy anniversary. I'm kidding. That's not a fucking anniversary. How dare you? How I'm dare kidding. you? I couldn't, I couldn't resist. God damn it. Boo uh, this man. Boo him. Go to talk to uh, Kiki Instagram and say Matthew is a fucking fool. They'll, 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 and they'll, Twitter. They'll, they'll, they'll love me still. They'll, they'll still love me. We, what the fuck are you talking about? Turn the heat up on this motherfucker here. Like, well, he this motherfucker still hates Akira. Yeah, right? <laughs> bro, bro, you're the best. Uh, <laughs> that that will, that will work. Oh, man. Uh, hold on. I'm going to go to Rank of the Kings. The Death King's brother talks to uh, Kage and Boji about his training. Mm-hmm. Like I, I accept the payment, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, um, uh, Kaka gives like all like just a small amount of money that he robs. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's very nice collection, but that's not enough. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kage pulls out the big guns from uh, Boji's family's treasure. <laughs> He's like, okay, well, I I will take you in. I'll train you. You can live here. You can sleep here until then. Make yourself at home. You just gotta do chores in the morning, and after that, we just train you. So basically, Kage's gonna handle the chores mostly. <laughs> But um, first, uh, the brother he takes he takes Boji's hands. And he like basically like a like a mind read type thing. Like he's trying to like get a feel of his energy, like how like what's his growth potential basically. Mm-hmm. And you find out he just has no strength whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He can't lift anything. That's why he only carries that wooden sword, and mm-hmm. he really can't carry a lot of weapons or anything. Not even half a bucket of water. Mm-hmm. So he feels like first he feels like it's a lost cause and like he tells him to go home type of thing. But it's like, you know what? But I'm actually am going to help you because again, you paid me. Mm. But I'm gonna do my damn best to train you and to actually give you something. So that so like good. That that's actually gonna happen. And then Boji cooks terribly. What does he cook? Fucking like like he just puts a bunch of shit in a pot and like stirs it around. I mean and it's like it comes out like this glowing purple. Also, oh, it's Shion's cooking. <laughs> yes, essentially. She looks like Shion before her blessing. <laughs> yeah, so it, so, but at least they were nice enough to eat it and they hate it. Like it's terrible. Jesus Christ. And it's like, because again, because giants, because his dad's a giant, Boji's dad's a giant, uh, like they basically eat anything type of thing. 
Uh, that's why, and since Boji has no sense of taste in all this, he doesn't cooked, have a sense of taste either. I don't think so because he, he hasn't cooked anything in his life. So why does he know what? But he's ate stuff, so he should know what the fuck he likes to eat. I know, but but you have a sense to make it. Eh, you can no, eat it, but I mean, bro, you can, bro. If you make a freaking, if you make a hot dog, and then you, all right. So if you eat a hot dog, but you can fuck out the hot dog. Yeah, if you eat a hot dog and you're like, wow, that's a really good hot dog, and you make a hot dog, and the hot dog is blacker than sin, and you eat it, you're probably not going to say that it's of an equal level to the most amazing hot dog that you had, which made you inspired to make this hot dog in the first place. Right. But again, they they everyone agreed that he should never cook anything again because again, it's like almost poison. Almost shion. The, the stuff, the stuff that he made is basically almost poison. So because so. So after he's banned, Kage does the cooking now. <laughs> he does the cooking, he does the cleaning, he does the supporting. And uh, basically, uh, he takes uh, Def Par, takes Boji to the training room, and he says, Kage, you're not allowed to enter, basically. Mm. Like, you can't go in here. It's just me and him. Mm-hmm. So he get, and then he says, and he shows him this giant collection of swords, like almost every weapon. Mm-hmm. There, it's like, there, I, you are going to pick one weapon, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's a specific weapon here for you. Let's see if you can point it out. Like he chose the weapon for, but he wants him to see if he could guess what it is. Mm-hmm. And he actually guesses it. We don't know what it is. So uh weeks go on, he's training. He after he comes out of that room, he passes out. It does help some, with some of the cleaning. And near the end, uh, we heard this big explosion in that room. Boom. Then, Ka- then Kage starts freaking out. Like, what's going on there? Is he okay? And then uh Defar Defar comes out saying, Yeah. Why are you here? Everything's fine. That's what they like. He gave like this serious look. And then Kage's looking over. You see a, a giant boulder cracked down the middle and Boji in front of it. Mm-hmm. So his training's paying off. And then the door got closed behind him again. So that ends with that. And uh, Boji's brother Daida wakes up and the dad is in his body. Like the, the, the blood of the, the bullet of Boji, the dad. He, he drank that one after being knocked out. So now the dad's possessing his own kid's body. Basically, he uses his kids as sacrifices. And that's where the episode ends. So heavy shit. <laughs> and I'm happy for Boji that he actually got the strength to actually do something. Uh, but I want to know. I want to know more about it. So I hope we do get that. Mm-hmm. All right. And now for the last one. Uh, Are you sure? Story. Because you said that fucking last week and we had to do like two more. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Fine. I'll hold on real quick. I'm scrolling through. Prison's done. Okay. Visual prison's done. Try corner. Check. <laughs> Lupin. Check. Rank of the Canes. Check. Blue period. Check. Yep. Okay. PK is left. Uh, we we had the final episode with the Hike family and the Genji family having this final battle in the sea. At first, the Hike family was winning. And they're like, okay, like it's because they're like by the whirlpool, like they're right, trying to push the boat into the whirlpool. Like these, like these thousand soldiers are actually trying to beat these three thousand, like beat the odds. They find out like all these dolphins are swimming. It's like wherever, wherever wind direction they go to, that's where the, the outcome's gonna be. Like who's going to win? And that it's it's favoring the Genji. So this throws the Hike family off guard. And because of this, they lost their focus, and now they're being pushed into the water. They're the ones trying. They're the ones being shot at. So they're losing. Mm. It's a lost cause. And so they're saying they had, they had either had to either give up the emperor or give him the treasures. And then uh, someone for the Hike family, not the mother, 
mm. of the emperor, the uh, someone close to them. Uh, she says, I'm not taking like they ain't taking shit. So she grabs the emperor and they jump in the water and drown. So like 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 so she ain't like like they ain't being held captive. So basically over my dead body. And then the the Hike generals and all this are saying, if you value the Hike family, you'll do the same. So all the emperors, all the main ones, all the people that Biwa grew with, Shigemori's kids, and then the actual people, uh, Toko, the mother of the emperor, she drowns too. They all drown. So that seems like the end of like Akame got killed. Have you seen yeah. Akame got killed? I did, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's underrated. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like it. But uh, but Biwa actually pulls up Toko before she could officially drown, drown. So she lives while everyone else is dying, and she's basically saying like, like yeah, like your your story's done here, but it doesn't have to end here, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're the one that could tell their story. That's the title, the Hike story. And Biwa said she was going to do the same thing with her music. Mm-hmm. So it led to the Genji family went in. He the Hike Empire is no more. And then with we get to. A little after the future, uh, one of the emperors from the Genji uh, talks. He's a Toko. It's like, hey, like, how you doing? Type of thing. And then he's like, oh, like, 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 he's like, he didn't want all of this, like them dying. Like, he just wanted the treasures. Mm. Which, you know, what? it's fair. I, you want, you want the treasures. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and so she's like, hey, and then she was like, how can you live like this? Easy, bitch. As like, as bells toll every hour, each time we tell it the tale begins anew basically that's what she was trying to tell her type of thing like the story's just living on mm-hmm. that's why she's alive mm-hmm. and you see like these five different color strains which is like the same amount for the BY instrument instrument so i thought all that was like that played out well together i think this was the best way to end the series because like the last two episodes were probably my favorite episodes for the series so because of that that bumped up i gave i gave it eight out of ten mm. If you're into again, if you're into the historical text, like again, this is based off a regular book, mm-hmm. just with a little bit of magic powers from Biwa with the visions of the future and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I loved it for that. So I was very happy with that outcome, mm. and I'm glad I watched. All right, that is it for me. It is your turn, sir. All right. Uh, I always make a joke and say like, let's go to commercial. But yeah, I don't... No, no, we'll do it after yours (laughs) yeah we'll do it after mine all right um so as i mentioned at the beginning of the episode um i won't be reviewing boruto uh because i am not caught up on boruto yet um i saw denki looks like the terminator so that's pretty funny to me um but that's all i know um 86 can't review because uh there was no episode this week so we'll skip that one as well um so i have uh only uh let me see ichini san yon i have four easy enough for me um okay so we'll start with uh tawawa on monday uh another funny episode um basically um aichan basically is uh short and she's having issues uh uh, racing the the board and her best friend i forget who her name is but her best friend comes over and says you need some help and basically pushes against her um and so she's not flat but she's not nearly as big as aichan in the opi department and so when she basically hits the back eyes back it snaps her bra and they have to go bra shopping so they go bra shopping. We find out Aichan grew bigger titties and has to pay more money for her bra. And they meet uh, neighbor son um, uh, at the at the the 
the broad department, I guess the Victoria's Secret or whatever they're at. And she's like, oh, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, just picking up some things. And she shows them some lingerie. And, you know, they just start talking about weddings and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, you know, she's like, oh, your, your tits are going to be a problem when you get married because, you know, like your tits are going to ruin like your your lines, your figure lines. Um, and I guess, you know, if you're one of those people that like is into like not into, I should say, but is like super critical about like body shaming, they basically kind of shamed her in a way for having big tits. But in any case, um, that's basically the gist of the story for what it's worth. Um, right. There's only one more episode of that to go. Um, I don't know how they're going to keep on going with this. I'd imagine it would be some sort of thing with um, with uh, Onisan and uh, and Aichan, which is still odd considering, but it is what it is. Um, so I don't know. Um, moving on. We'll move on to uh, Banished Hero. Uh, Banished Hero is... It's still good, I would say. The opening sequence of Banished Hero was nuts. The opening sequence, basically, um, written red, finally get their double bed. They've been sleeping in single beds this whole time, but now that they're an official couple, they decide like, oh, let's get a uh, let's get a one bed, and so they get one big bed, and they, you know, the moonlight shines upon them, and Rit is like, oh, um, come to bed, and so he's like, okay, so he comes to bed, and Rit starts unbuttoning red shirt. And like snuggles um, on his chest and then they start making out, like really making out. And then uh, Red stops and starts unbuttoning Ritz uh, shirt and her opi begin to fall out. And like just you hear like the, the heavy you see the heavy breathing, like, you know, when you see like the breath. Right. And then they hear a sound and it's Al who they're fostering right now, basically, um, because of the incident with his family. Al gets up to get some water and kills their mood. And so um, Red's like, you know maybe we shouldn't do anything while Al's in the house. And Ritz like, yeah, that's fine. I just wanted to, you know, to cuddle anyway, but I got caught up in my emotions. And so they go to bed and all's well, that ends well. Um, so that was cool. The episode basically though, it, um, it follows the, un- the unraveling of like the, the crime thing with the drug. Basically we find out, um, I believe his big head, I believe is the name. Um, I don't recall now, big horn, something like that. Either way. We find out that there that he is responsible for giving the drug to Atomy, and he's also been hiding Atomy. And so basically he's trying to twist um, the public's uh, view of the guard and of Atomy. And so um, they abduct Al while Red and while Rit rather is fighting um, some people fighting, I guess, part of his like clan or whatever. So they abduct Al. Um, you can immediately tell that uh, Red is part of this like this mob that abducts Al, but you know, they, they play it off. And so the plan slowly gets revealed. And then what they do is they give uh, uh, Al a weapon and they say, well, you should kill Adami um, because you tried to kill your family. And Al's like, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, Adami is my friend. And basically they try to stoke his, um, they try to stoke his uh, blessing um, by giving him a like a, a sword and like, you know, just trying to stoke him up. But Al fights the urge to, to kill the family and was like, no. And instead he releases Adamy um, from there. And so they try to flip it and they try to basically um, stoke Adamy's um, uh, what's it called blessing. And at this point, he's got a double blessing because of the fact that he um, took the drug, the drug, basically you get the devil's blessing, the devil's blessing, um, you know, just basically makes you a fucking crazy murderer. Um, but in particular, his blessing, um, it basically tries to, sorry, I'm trying to get, 
adjusted. I'm doing this episode for my bed, guys, for the first time. Yep. This is super fabulous. Don't mind me. If you hear some extra sounds, I apologize. Anyway, um, basically, it comes as my cat's bothering me. Anyway, <laughs> um, the epi- they basically give him an axe and he it stokes his um double double blessing because he's got like the the ball brawler blessing which makes him want to fight and then he's got that devil's blessing but again they fight and he breaks out of the spell at this point red basically blows his cover um to save both both of them and they move on um and leave you know whatever they leave leave these guys um they meet up with the one of the shady characters who comes in the play later i forget his name but they meet up with one of the shady characters and they basically escort Al and Adamy to safety. And from there, um, Red faces Albert, who was part of that mob. And so um, he basically tries to talk to them. And we find out that um, we also find out basically that Bighorn um, or whoever is Big Head, Big, Big Horn um, is actually um, a, a demon. And he basically possessed bighorn because bighorn said i want to be the king of zoltan and he sold his soul basically to this like devil and so he's possessed and like now this guy is basically a shell um and we find out that uh al also signed a deal to be like you know to join the hero's party and be the king of zoltan himself and he basically tries to, to convince red like join me join me join me you can have everything he doesn't realize though that red was already part of the hero's party and is actually related to the actual hero rudy um, he doesn't realize this yet. And so um, he tries to convince Red. Red is like, nah, like I'm good, bro. And he attacks Red and Red basically sidesteps his shit, sidesteps his attack, chops off his arm and easily defeats him. Um, they reattach his arm back, but he gets arrested him and Bighorn. And um, the episode ends. Uh, it ends in two different ways. Basically, the major part of this is that we see the shady character who escorted Al and Adamy. He's actually some sort of like shady priestess who's trying to get rid of like the devils. The devil recognizes who he is and basically turn. He basically gives up the body so he can be himself and so he can flee. So he flees prison and he breaks um, Albert out and they say, you know, together we're going to go see the uh, we're going to go to the hero's party and we're going to go see Rudy. And the episode ends with Rudy basically holding them up at knife point or at sword point, basically, um, as they're just standing there making their next moves. Meanwhile, the episode really ends with Red and Rudy and they're in their hot tub naked. (laughs) Naked. Yeah, naked. And so they're taking a bath together and all of a sudden Rudy, uh, not Rudy, um, basically um, uh, Rit swims over to, to Red and sits on his lap again naked and like they begin to flirt a little bit and basically red uh, com- uh basically confesses his love to rit um gives her like a whole beautiful spiel like you know like i love you i love you so much if you think you know how much i love you multiply that times 100 and it's still not enough um to explain how much i love you like you mean the world to me and i would never leave you because you're all i i ever need in life like it's a beautiful confession and uh rit is just super fucking red like she is super red at this point like embarrassed and she like collapses in like the in the song like the the hot tub uh in embarrassment so right. needless to say um you could use your imagination they probably fucked we don't know they don't they know. definitely did but, but you know after that oh yeah 
fucking he railed the fuck out of that pussy. Um, but that's how the that's how the episode ends. So solid episode, solid storytelling. Uh, they got four more to go, so I'm curious to see where they go with that. Um, moving on, Scarlet Nexus, Scarlet Nexus again. I repeat this every single week. If you want to, if you want to see good, like good animation, good like gameplay, I'd recommend downloading the game. Um, it's available on PlayStation and Xbox. I watched my nephew on Thanksgiving. He played the game a little bit for me and it's really good. Really, really, really good. No, like he played on PS5, super clear, like super cool. Um, and the story itself, I like the story, you know, like the animation of the actual anime is mediocre. The uh, music, okay, nothing bad about it, but nothing super stunning. But the story keeps getting better and better and better. It's a bit weird at first, but it definitely has grown on me. Um, it still wouldn't put it above three stars, but it's a solid, solid, solid three stars. Uh, it's really good. So um, anyway, the story basically continues. They try to, now that Red's, uh, not a Red, fuck am I saying? Now that, um, God damn it, Yuito, Yuito and Kasane's mother, now that she's returned back to her time to die, um, the Kunad gate has not left yet. And they're trying to figure out, well, she was the last string to this piece. Like, why is the Kunad gate not gone? And they basically mentioned that, um, uh, what's it called? That uh, uh, Karen, they noticed like the, the piece that they tried to untangle was Karen going back in time to kill um, Yuito's ancestor. And basically, there's a rumor uh, that Kagero tells them that says like that uh, there was a point where um, that supposedly like he was in a battle with another and he became super disfigured and, and he had to wear a mask. And from the time he started wearing the mask, he became a completely different person. So going back in time, they realized that more than likely that wasn't Yuito's ancestor. That was Karen. And so they realized uh, from Kaito, Yuito's brother, that um he had mentioned that, oh, like uh, his ancestor yet lives. He's in cold sleep in the in the tomb below the below the the, you know, the ministry fucking headquarters or whatever. And so they're under the impression that more than likely, if they wake him up from that cold sleep, that they're not going to find Yuito's ancestor. They're going to find Karen. Um, and so Yuito basically reaches out to Fubuki, who at this point now is the temporary head of the OSF after um, Kaito was overthrown because of his plot to use the, the citizens um, negatively and try and kill them. So he's in uh, Kaito's in home confinement and um, Fubuki basically reaches out to him and says, like, yo, Yuito wants to talk to you. And so he gets a message. Yuito gets a message saying, like, yo, meet me here alone. And so uh, he goes there alone. He's being tracked on comms and stuff. Um, they meet in like this center square and the center square uh, is like known to have like an it's basically known as an other spawning zone. Um, they have a brief conversation about everything. Uh, Kaito holds his brother at gunpoint, says, like, I'm going to use your brain, whether you're living in it or not. Like, I'm going to kill you. And Yuito doesn't bat an eye. Fucking Kaito shoots. I, I don't know if Kaito's a dud because he doesn't use psionics like Yuito and the rest of them. So he might be. Uh -huh. a dud. That's why he has a strap. So he shoots the strap. Yuito doesn't blink at all. He basically has like some of his hair chopped off with the bullet. Doesn't give a fuck. And then as soon as he shoots the bullet, some others spawn. And then basically Yuito has to kill the others. He's still weak, though, from his um, he's still weak from uh, his 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 brain power slowly decreasing because of the Kunai gate and him being a dud and his powers going overwhelming and, you know, whatever. So um, but he does defeat them eventually. And him and uh, him and uh, Kaito, after they defeat the others, they kind of have like a heart to heart. And he's like, you know, he's like, um, 
he basically told uh, Yuito tells Kaito, like, you know, like you're basically being like Togetsu. You don't want to be Togetsu. And Kaito mentions like, oh, you know, you defeated Togetsu um, and you saved mom and you got to like, you know, make her be happy. You ex- you extracted the revenge that I wanted for so long. So, you know, I suppose I can thank you for that. And then some more others spawn and Kaito's like, you know, you need to live. And so I'm not saying that you're right, but I want you to prove to me that you're right. And he gives him the key and he tries to sacrifice himself. And Yuito starts killing some others, trying to reach his brother who's about to die. And just when you think he's about to get eaten by a bunch of others, um, Fubuki shows up with the OSF and he they freezes all the others. And everyone's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And Kasane basically and, and both platoons show up, too, and help along, help, help them as well. And, every, and Yuito's like, yo, what the fuck is happening? And basically they say that they managed to get a ceasefire between Siren, which is the opposing forces, and um, New Himeka in the OSF. So there's a ceasefire going on for the greater good of defeating Togetsu and, you know, defeating all these others and stuff. So. Um, at this point, there is a mass other spawn over the over the city of Siran. And so they basically all convene to try and combat all these others and save like the city. Um, meanwhile, Yuito does have the key at this point. So that at some point they're going to go into the um, into the mausoleum, the the. Uh, the Sumeragi mausoleum to try and uncover Karen. However, they're probably not going to find Karen because in the middle of the episode, we see Karen get kicked out of space time. Basically he's trying to traverse back in time. He gets kicked out of it and ends up spawning in Siren. And he's like, yo, I don't understand why like it didn't work more than likely. They haven't explained it more than likely. He ran out of his powers that he stole from Yuito and Kasane. Um, and so he's going to have to try and get them again. And there'll probably be another fight at some point, I imagine. There's only five more episodes to go of this anime. I don't know if they're going to do a season two, but regardless, it's still really good. I should say four episodes, not five. But in any case, still really good storytelling as a whole. And then uh, finally, Otome Fairy Tale. I'm telling you, Matthew, I really, really hate that you're not watching this because this is my romance of the season. This is it. This is my romance of the season. Even though Comey's getting a lot better with the romantic aspect, as we'll right. discuss later, um, this takes it. I can't. There's not a single and there's not a single rom com I'm watching this season that beats uh, Otome in terms of like the love aspect of a rom com. In terms of the rom in rom com, it fucking kills everything. Even though Comey, uh, how many episodes are there right now? Uh, eight. eight. Yeah, it's like, I think it's eight out of thirteen. Okay, I, uh, I will see what I can do then. Uh, let me see real quick. Uh, Taisho, 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 Taisho. Eight of twelve. They're at eight of twelve. So the ninth episode. Okay. Friday. All right. So yeah, I'll see what I can do then. It's such a good story. As long as you can put over the fact that, like, you know, the girl is fourteen and the guy is seventeen at the time the anime starts. Um, I, I I've watched Koi Kabo. That that this is fine. <laughs> I I say the same thing, but for I'm talking that I was really speaking more to like the non uh anime watchers or anime watchers that have problems with uh with underage stuff um but no in terms of this love story it's absolutely fabulous and so basically uh taisho this week taisho tome um uh fuck i always forget this fucking kid's name it drives me nuts tamahiko tamahiko wants to go to school um he keeps writing his father who basically has written him off as like a dead piece of shit like fuck you and he's upset i believe it yeah, and so he um he's upset by that fact. However, uh her brother, uh I'm sorry, her sister, his sister, Tamako, um basically talks about him nonstop to their uncle, who's basically helping her get through doctor's school, um, which is kind of funny. Like she's 12 years old practicing to be a doctor. 
<laughs> this is 1920s Japan, but oh, I, yeah. I still find that funny considering that she's 12 nice. studying to be a doctor. But in any case, um, uh, uh, what's his face? Tamahiko's um, uncle writes him and says, listen, I've been hearing a lot about your story and your plight. And, you know, I can't understand why your father is doing this. However, if you want, it would I would love to support you in what you want to do. Like, you're a great kid. You have a great brain. And I would hate to see it go to waste for not. And so he basically support he basically gives him money and funds and supports him and he's able to go to school um, at the same time. They um, have uh, what's her face. Um, OK, so at the same time, um, as uh, as Tamahiko is teaching the little kids like he normally does in the meantime, um, he's studying for entrance exams because his plan is to basically take the entrance exams, pass them with such flying colors so he can skip a grade and be back where he's at because at this point he's missed about a year year and a half of school um right. while he's moved away so he needs to skip a grade to basically be back on the same like level that he was at beforehand and so he's studying non-stop studying non-stop while he's helping the kids and while uh while uh yuzu is uh there um the kids bring her a newspaper and say hey look look who's coming and it's yuzu's favorite singer who she sings constantly like about the sun and about the moon and love and stuff um it's her favorite singer though uh what's it called uh katori uh shira tori katori um we'll just call her katori because she plays a, a little bit of a part so katori is basically coming into town and she's going to be singing at the, at the chiba station this is in chiba um in japan and so there she's going to be singing at the station and everyone's like oh we should all go and so tamahiko agrees all the kids and her they all go and they listen to her sing and uh yuzu is in love the kids are mesmerized and tamahiko is blown away absolutely blown away by the words and basically translates she starts singing in japanese and then she starts singing in english um like it's, it sounds like a real japanese person singing english like with an accent and everything but it's still really good melody and all of that it's really good really good part and so that's that everything is good uh tamahiko goes to school and tamahiko goes to school he's already like tall as fuck because he's he's just he's just tall in general um, and all the kids are short. So he's already tall and he's already getting attention. Um, he basically goes to the sensei and he's like, hey, you know, I'm the transfer student. And he's like, oh, the second transfer student is here. And Tommy goes like the second. And so they see this really pretty boy with fucking um, with white hair and he introduces himself. He's like, I'm Shiratori uh, Hikaru. And um, we moved in. My family and I moved to this town. So we're going to be here for a while. And they're like, Shiratori, are you? And he goes, yep. I am the older brother of uh, Katori. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Everyone's fat infatuated with Katori. They want to know about Katori. They want to know about Katori. And so um, Tamahiko introduces himself. He's like, I'm Shima Tamahiko-san. Yoroshiko Nigashimasu. And um, they're like, Shima? Like, oh, isn't he like, isn't that the, the is that the kid of the, the bastard fucking Shima family? So basically, he's got like this rep. His family's got this reputation of being like no good, rich, fucking snobby pieces of shit. And so, you know, Tamahiko already has a bad rap. The teacher tells all the kids, by the way, he's like, oh, um, Tamahiko had an accident and he can't use his right arm. So please be, you know, please be considerate of him. And so um, all the kids basically gravitate towards Hikaru because they want to know about Katori. And they basically overwhelm uh, Hikaru and leave Tamahiko alone. Uh, Tamahiko, uh, for his part, um, he basically tries to get changed by himself to gym and he ends up being late because he's late. All the kids have to run like laps around the field for the entirety of gym. And they basically hate Tamahiko at this point. And so Tamahiko is at lunch and uh, 
uh, Hikaru wants to reach out to Tamahiko and be like, you know, try and find out what's up. And he gets whisked away by the kids. And he's like, all right, he just goes with them. Meanwhile, Tamahiko's alone in the classroom and he eats his lunch that uh, his loving wife uh, Yuzu makes. And he's like, it, he sound, it's funny. He sounded like, uh, like what's his face? Like um, Rengoku. He's like, umoy, umoy, hey, umoy. And he starts crying because he's alone. Um, and meanwhile, uh, uh, Hikaru basically is behind the door, like listening to him and seeing him cry by himself because he's alone and, you know, depressed. And so um, they have art class later and they both draw like complete and absolute shit. They draw fucking terribly. And Hikaru basically makes his move in the middle of art class. He's like, hey, can I move next to you? And, um, you know, Tamiko's like, yeah, whatever. And then he's like, what are you drawing? And so Tamiko's drawing Yuzu and basically it, it looks like shit. And he's like, oh, you know, like, and he starts laughing at him, making fun of him. Like, oh, your drawing's like shit, da, 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 da. And then, but he's laughing, like genuinely, like belly laughing. And Tamiko's like, well, what did you draw? And he, uh, Hikaru drew, drew her sister, Katori, and his drawing is even worse. It's fucking the shits. It's the drizzling shits. And fucking Tamiko and them start, arg- stop, start arguing. And the teacher's like, hey, you two, stop it. Let me see what you've done. And he goes over to their desks and he sees their drawing. And he's like, what is a chicken scratch? I want you to be fucking serious. This is this is crap. And he's like, You're, you have extra homework. You have to draw each other. And so Tommy goes like, dude, what the fuck? And then um, what's it called? Uh, he didn't literally say that. He's just basically his mentality. He's like, dude, are you fucking kidding? And um, Hikaru is like, hey, I'm going to come to your house so we can draw each other. And he's like, what the fuck? He basically invited him over. He basically invited himself over to the house. And so Yuzu um, comes over and says like, oh, you brought a friend and everything is all happy. She brings him tea, all this other stuff. And uh, what's it called? Hikaru absolutely like falls in love with Yuzu. Like she like he's head over heels for Yuzu, but he is respectful and realizes, oh, that's Tamahiko's girl. And so um, Tamahiko, they have like a conversation about whatever. And then Tamahiko's like, I'm gonna get more tea. And so he goes to get more tea and Yuzu asks about his day. Like, oh, how's your day? And he's like, he lies. And he's like, oh, it's really good. The kids are nice. You know, they mean well and everything is well. And I'm, you know, I have a friend and I'm making friends or whatever. And Yuzu's like, I'm so happy. I was so worried, you know, whatever. And Tamahiko like has this like feeling in his chest, like that when he knows he's lying, like that feeling just in his heart and his stomach is just all fucked up. He knows he's lying to Yuzu, but he basically rationalizes it as, hey, I know I'm lying to her, but I don't want to make her cry or worry. So I'm just going to, it's like a white lie. And on the other side is Hikaru listening to this. So he goes back to the room and then Tamiko joins him. Like, here's the tea. And he's like, you know, you shouldn't have lied to Yuzu. And then he's like, oh, you heard that. And then he basically tells him the rationale. He's like, I get that. He's like, I, he's like, I wouldn't have lied to Yuzu, but I completely understand why you did. He's like, now it's up to you to basically make your lies real. So it's not like you lied at all. And he's like, make my lies real. And he basically kind of clicks with him. And so basically, you know, they, they eat the rest of the time. Everything's good. There's still more back and forth banter. And he's like, I'll be back tomorrow. And then he comes back to the next day. And uh, Tommy goes like, son of a bitch. He actually came back the next day. And uh, <laughs> he fucking he brings. He's like, oh, I brought my friend. He's like, he's like, I brought my sister. And then um, what's it called? Katori reveals herself like, hi, you know, I'm Shiratori Katori. And then Yuzu loses her whole fucking shit. Because throughout this whole time, um, nobody told her that that was uh, her older brother that he was that she was hanging out with yesterday with Tamahiko. And so basically, Tamahiko's got a friend his age and uh, 
uh, Yuzu is going to be friends with her idol, her musical idol. So uh, that was a really good episode. All righty. Good shit there. All right, we are going to take one commercial break and then we're going to wrap up with our stuff we are watching together. We're not wrapping up. We plug stuff. Oh, uh, before we go to commercial, actually, one more right. thing. Um, I meant to lead with this and I forgot. There was one piece of news that we didn't mention. December 18th, as we're recording, it's now November 29th. Uh, December the 18th, it was announced that Bleach is going to do uh, a reveal. It's going to have its first reveal of a piece of the anime for uh, nice. the Thousand Blood arc. So uh, good shit there. Anyway. All right. We are going to, as always, start off with Aquatope, our only summer seasonal. <laughs> yes. This was good. This was actually nice. It was a good episode. Yeah, it was a good follow-up. Agreed. Uh, basically, uh, we find out where Kukuru is. She's uh, walking around, not going to work. Yeah, playing hooky, needs to recollect herself. And then, uh, what you call it, Fuka, starts trying to message her and all that. They are you okay? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. led to, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Just, I need to recollect myself type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to come in for a while. Mm-hmm. So the was like, okay, I got you. We'll we'll take over from here, type of thing. Mm-hmm. He lets uh, Tetsuji know, and he's like, "Well, not my fucking problem." <laughs> like, wow, fuck you guys. <laughs> and then, uh, as you see uh, Kukuru walking around, she gets picked up by what's that guy's name again? Uh, what the guy? old guy? The old guy, Umian. Umian. He gets picked up by. She gets picked up by Umian's wife. <laughs> mm-hmm. As they are like, well, you're playing hooky. What's this? Uh, fine, you're coming with me, basically. Yep. Surprise adoption. Like, she's like, you're already in trouble, so fuck it. Just enjoy your time while you're away. Exactly. Like, like you'll, you'll get heat later, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. So they do all that. So, so what's going on? She go, Cougar goes to where she works, like this small area, <laughs> like the small island type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, it's a, and she worked this very small aquarium, too. Which is something Kukuru actually very small is an understatement, dude. It's a fucking room, like a small building. Yeah, it's a it's a basically a small building, and it's a a one giant room with fish in a tank. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and this is something that Kukuru actually likes. (laughs) Yeah, she but she appreciates simplicity, and it reminds her of home. Yeah, and like like, like she fit more there, a big area. Yeah, and you find out that she was basically beating herself up for the fact that. She wasn't there where Gamma Gamma got demolished. Mm-hmm. She feels like she should have been there. But uh, yeah, this is more like, more like started over from where she used to be. Mm. I think that's what we got out of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that was nice. It was like more like like going back to your roots type of thing. Like started small to go you work your way out type ordeal. Mm-hmm. But she took out a lot way too. She, she, she took out a lot way too fast. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, and like a couple weeks ago, when she was like going first going through her like d- depressive stage, like when it really yeah. boils down to it, like she's a 19 year old girl that hasn't even experienced college. She's fresh out of high school a year in like, yep. she, you know, as much as some people like grow, she didn't have to grow up, really. You know, she grew up with her, her grandparents who like took care of her and she had a big girl job because of the circumstances. But it doesn't necessarily mean just because you have a big girl job means you have big girl responsibilities or you have big girl understanding of what that job or function in your life currently entails. And so she didn't really have that opportunity to really have to step up and grow. And now that she's having to step up and grow, she's wilting under the pressure because she's 
okay, she's normal. She's a 19-year-old girl. Very few 19-year-olds have their shit together to that standard where she's basically working fucking for a, a major, major corporation in a, in a major role in a marketing department, basically being asked by the, the assistant director to take on all these things which she has zero experience in with no senpai to guide her. When you think about it, she has no senpai to guide her, dude. Yeah. It's pretty right. it's challenging and it's it's exceptional that she's done this well but at the same time it's completely understandable to understand why she's fucking up and why she's feeling the pressures that she's feeling right, but i this was definitely needed uh she ain't you don't think she's getting fired right i don't i don't see her getting fired uh i don't know i truthfully okay. i don't i don't either know. either she, she'll either get fired or she'll quit to go work at the smaller aquarium or i don't know or she just leaves to go to college to, you know, do like marine biology and shit. She goes abroad and we never see her again. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, we have to pay off with Kaikun. Kaikun has to confess. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. Oh, you know, something that really caught my eye as well. I want to know what happened to the dolphin because the dolphin and when the episode begins with the dolphin being depressed. He's still eating, but he's not nearly as energetic. He's not jumping for joy. He's not happy. He's just swimming around. Yeah. One of the kids mentions, like, why don't you just take it in? And Fuka's like, you know, that's a really good idea. And then uh, Ojichan is still there and was like, you know, like, hey, he's still got a family. You know, she's he's missing his family. Like, how would you like it if you were taken from your family? Yeah. And, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. That's messed up. Da, 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 da. So, um, But I'm very curious to know, like, how, what that dolphin what that dolphin represents and like there's several pieces to the anime that still hasn't that still hasn't been touched we have the 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 kid spirit that hasn't right. been brought up which we thought maybe would be brought up this episode i was i kept waiting i kept waiting i was like it's gonna be brought up it's gonna be brought up it's gonna be brought up nope wasn't really brought up and then you know if you look at the opening um the opening has a bunch of like different fish and yeah. the pack is a whale and there hasn't really been anything of note regarding a whale. So oh, hell, there hasn't been anything with that god thing. Yeah, but you know, I don't. Yeah, it's another thing. So it's like you know, there's still aspects of the intro that you know peak interest that haven't been touched. But um, we digress. There's still more to talk about with Akuto. But we'll get there. We have about three episodes left. Yeah. Wait, did you? Are you done with the review? Oh, dude, did you did I miss it? Did you not like talk about the sea turtles and and the 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 I, fucking? I, I talked about the old aquarium. Oh, dude, there was more to it, dude. You gotta talk. Oh, about... oh, f- oh, fine. Oh, fine. Bro, you gotta talk <laughs> about the sea turtles. You gotta talk about the fucking penguin getting jacked the fuck up. You oh, have to talk right. about the penguin getting jacked the fuck up, dude. Oh, come on, you got right, that... Peter. Don't listen to this. <laughs> yo that penguin got fucked up that penguin got clapped I'm sorry yo I, I, I'll fucking break it down so basically right, Fuka, Poco. <laughs> yeah Fuka is basically um, she's you know wondering about Kukuru worried about Kukuru and she's like you know I'm gonna give Kukuru space you know cause she's everyone was texting her and they finally got a hold of her and like you know I'm not dead I'm not being raped like I'm good like I'm just you know I'm going through some shit I need time and that's where uh, Matt mentioned she tries to reach out to the assistant director assistant director is like I don't care not my problem she should be here so um, that makes Fuka, uh, Fuka mad but Fuka basically tries to like figure out stuff on her own trying to figure out what she's gonna do and she's kind of daydreaming about what it is she's like I want to give her space but I don't know and in the meantime one of the fucking uh one of the the penguins he's a he's a curious little cat 
He um, likes to poke his head in places that he probably shouldn't poke his head. So he's just poking around, poking around. And he basically poked his head inside of one of the nests. And uh, one of the penguins like, fuck you doing in my house, bro. And the penguin's like, nani? And fucking penguin got jacked the fuck up, bro. He got fucking beat. That nigga got like, beat, like, son. Lost it, like almost got, bo- almost lost an eye. Almost lost the fucking eye. That motherfucker got beaked, bleeding everywhere. Everyone's like, oh my God. It was like a whole ass fight. And that nigga got beaked, son. Yeah. Uh, yeah and uh, what'd you call it? The veterinarian was like, oh, this happens all the time. Don't worry. Penguins do this. Yeah. Just don't let him out for a few days, you know. And then when you do, just watch him a little more carefully. Yeah. Fuka was like, say, it's all my fault. It's like, ah, no, it's not. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know, and Fuka had the right incident report and shit. And she had to- well, yeah. The, well, you you, you kind of had. You have to do that. Yeah, she had the right incident report. She claimed responsibility for basically not watching the, the penguins adequately. Yeah. Um, but basically, throughout this episode, um, the, the Umian's wife, I forget her name, but Umian's wife's job is uh, she studies sea turtles um, yeah. across Japan on different islands and stuff. And Umian, between his job and his wife with her job, they don't really see each other often. They talk often, but they don't see each other often. And so, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh goddamn it Kukuru gets um roped into helping her as matt mentioned and um part of that is there's sea turtles you know that are going to hatch on the beach and you know they do all the stuff and like oh the sea turtle's gonna hatch sea turtle's gonna hatch and umion mentions to fuka that um like hey like we figured out where Kukuru is and uh, fuka's like where where and she's like oh she's with my wife um they're on the other side of the island she's helping her you know with the with the animals blah 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 and so fuka makes a mad dash to where she's at, finds out from Umian, makes a mad dash to see Kukuru. Um, you know, and I'm very, a side note to this, I'm very curious. I don't know why they don't, like, or let me phrase that, maybe not why they don't, but I'm very curious to know if they're going to make a play on on independence. Because, you know, as much as Kukuru maybe. went through her shit, Fuka plays the role of big sister slash mother a lot. Like, yeah, to the point where I'm starting to realize, like, she's interjecting herself on things that, you know, I get like she wants to be there for Kukuru and she, you know, sees Kukuru in turmoil. But there are times when people are going through turmoil where you just you can't interject. You have to just let them figure shit out on their own, let them handle it their own way. And Fuka's always insistent on being there, which isn't a bad thing in most circumstances. But at the same time, like, I wonder if they'll play that off, like, you know. Like, you know, you're always around. Like, I can't figure out stuff. Like, you know, what was the anime that was like that? Um, Where a person can grow because of them, like, mother of them. Yeah, um, remake. Remake. It reminded me a little bit of remake. where A little bit. Where Homeboy just kept, like, you know, fixing people's problems, which was great until they realized that they became too... They did too much that they basically lost their passion. They became too dependent. And so um, I'm curious to know if they'll maybe I doubt they will, given the tone of the anime, but it's something that like piqued my interest. But in any case, basically, the the sea, the sea, the sea turtles, they hatch and uh, Fuka basically um, is there and um, basically manages to, to meet up with Kukuru. Kukuru is in awe at how beautiful it is. It's a clear night. Um, the, the sea turtles are, you know, making their way out to sea and, you know, um, she's like, it's amazing. And Fuka's like, it is, isn't it? And Kukuru's like, holy shit, you're there. Yep. And then she just, you know, they admired the sea turtles. And that's how the episode ended. So it was a really solid episode. And again, fuck Poco. <laughs> Mind your fucking business. <laughs> yeah, right. All righty. Uh, Gambari Doki-chan. Um, they're at a wedding. And yeah, what uh, an episode. And Kohai-chan is being an annoying bitch like usual. She got fucking shit-faced. 
Yep. Yep. While Doki Chan caught the bouquet. Yes. And so she gives the bouquet to a crying little girl, which I don't know yep. why, but she gave the bouquet to a crying little girl and just asked for a flower petal. And so she, you know, gets the flower petal. Um, Doki Chan is uh, drinking herself. She's not shit faced, but she's drinking. And so she drops her flower petal. Um, she ends up getting cornered by two guys, like saying, You want to go for a drink? You want to go for a drink? She's like, No, I'm gonna leave it a co worker. And they're being assistant, typical fucking Japanese men. Yeah, well, you forgot though. Um, basically, Kohai Chan was trying to get with Doki Kun. The, yeah. the Doki Chan is like, Hey, uh, she's this idol's drunk, uh, get her out of here, type of thing. And all the co workers are like, I'll take you home, I'll hold your stuff. I'll yeah, pretty you- much. And that leads to Doki Kun saying, Thank you. Like, they start to, I feel like they're about to have plans to go away together, but he's like, Oh, I'll be right back. Yeah. And it led to to get the two guys getting ganging up on her, and then yeah. Doki Kun was like, "Hey, where where she go? She knows he knows the pedal on the floor." And that's how the episode ends. Yep. And where was Senpai Sanders? Why was she there? Like, hey, you guys, what the fuck you doing? Are you talking about uh, uh, Doki Kun Senpai? The Senpai Sen, the actual like mature one, not Kohai Chan. Um, she wasn't invited because this is, I guess, maybe co-workers wedding or something. They're co- I, guess, I guess. Oh, well, fuck the boss, I guess. Yeah. No, well, they're, they're unrelated. Okay. Senpai-san is, is works for a, so Senpai-san works for a different company that, that Doki-kun and Doki-chan went to. Well, 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 apparently still fuck her. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to, he might've. I mean, maybe one time, but he doesn't like older women, apparently. <laughs> he likes fucking short, small, younger women. Exactly. He likes priorities. Lo- fucking Lolis. priorities. Lolis. No, he yes. doesn't. Like That's it. But, anyway. but uh, good shit. Um, we got one episode left of that. So, of course, since it's a slice of life type of thing, there's going to be a happy ending. Yeah, it's a three. Oh. That and Tawawa are threes, like low end threes for me. Like, yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Again, I, I was interested in the etchy, but there was like hardly any etchy. Well, then watch Tawawa because you'll get plenty yeah. of that. I don't plenty care. Of <laughs> plenty <laughs> of old. Yeah, but I'm not watching two seasons of that. <laughs> don't do their episodes are only like five to like seven minutes. Well, I got the fairy tale fate first. <laughs> yes, please watch that. Yeah, yeah so I rather watch that. Tawawa was an easy watch for me. Like I like I said when I first started watching Tawawa, I binged the whole first season in like fucking. 45 minutes an hour um with breaks and then um i watched like the, the thing was like two or three episodes in um or four episodes in. either way it took me like another 20 minutes yes. it was easy. easy watch all right moving on we're going to actually go with mushuko tensei yeah it was uh, this was this was great it was a great shit show yes uh we picked up where we left off uh of course rudy talks about the amazing free rent Again, yes. No deposit is good if you don't have a job, and he actually stopped himself during the inner monologue. Said, "Okay, I can't. Do, I'm not doing this again." Yeah. Actually, before that though, it begins with the Gray Rat family at the house, but like when that big bang happened. Yeah, the monarch. And uh, what's what's that amazing? Uh, Lilia. Lilia. Lilia holds Aisha as the thing happens, and now now they're now underwater. And uh, that they swim ashore, that they realize that they're on their own while everyone else is separated. Now we get... You've read the manga. Let me ask you this as a spoiler. Is Rudy's mom dead? Mm. (laughs) Okay, let's say no more. I'm not saying... (laughs) Say no more. Because, you know, when you think about it, right? Paul had his daughter, Aisha, or Lilia had Aisha, and that leaves... uh, What's her face? By herself. Oh, the mother. Yeah. Leaves the mother by herself. Right. Or was Sylphie there? Uh, Sylphie was not there. Sylphie was not there at that time. So 
No. Yeah, leaves the mother by herself. All right, say no more. Yeah, uh, like we'll, we'll we'll eventually see stuff. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of. I when. hope we see what you told me about. <laughs> You're not, we're not getting that. We are not. Fuck. Again, it's not canon apparently. That so <laughs> it's not canon, but it, it was written. It, it was canon for a second. Oh my god! For man. a second. And then, and then it wasn't. Boo! Double standards. Uh, Boo! I know. I, I want my double standards. God damn it! Alrighty. Moving on. Okay, moving on. Uh, Rudy still trying to figure it out. I was like, oh well, I'm sure Eris and Richard will save me eventually. So please I just need to wait. Yeah, like, 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 please save me. I'll wait it out. And then we see the uh, prince's brother. Yes. It's like I found this figurine in your thing. What is this? You do you He's know? Like, oh, I happen to find it in the demon consonants. Oh, really? Because where who it was? No, I don't. I just had well, because I I'm talking about this. Is it was Roxy's? It pulls out Roxy's figure. And I and he like admiring the detail. We found our very first weeb in this fucking place. He is a super weeb. So it was like like I, I want to admire this guy. I examined every detail of this amazing masterpiece of the figurine. And apparently, and I didn't know that you could take the figurine's clothes off and you see a naked Roxy. I thought it was another one. I thought it was a different... Uh... No, that was the same figurine. Oh. because oh, No, because it was posed differently. Because um, only... it, it it, I don't think it had the staff. Uh, it didn't have the staff, but the, remember, he's like, "Oh, it has three arms or something." So you can basically. No, it was like, "Oh, it was like, oh, I, there was this, like, where's the black dot? I removed it. Do you yeah. know why it was? Do you know why I put that there? You son of a bitch!" Yeah, but he fucking. It was hinted as the nipple. He was a third nipple. It was so fucking. It was such a fucking shit show. It only got worse. But basically, Rudy was a fucking baka and outed himself as the fucking creator. And so the brothers like, please make me your fucking your your student. Uh, uh, like I, I'm your, like make me your people teach me your ways. Yeah. All this. So so, so then Rudy was like, this is kind of like how it is back then when these overweight, disgusting people are like idolizing over a, a attractive person. Yeah, dude. And then freaking um, he's like, all right. He's like, I'll, I'll let you be my apprentice if you get but me you got to get me out of here. And the fucking guy keeps running into the freaking into the barrier. Like, like try to kiss his feet. He's like, who put this here? Like, why oh, your brother it, did. Why won't it work? And he's like, trying, it, he's on his hands and knees trying to crawl around, try and find like a secret lover or something. Yeah. Never finds it, a lever. And he said he doesn't know magic. Like, well, I guess I can't help you here. And it's just like, wait, so you see, got have, he's got to have something that happened to my brother, right? Packs. Like, well, I guess, I, I guess I could. I was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> Bro, I wanted, I wanted to see Pax get his head fucking ripped off. I was, I was waiting for it. I was hoping, bro. I I was, I was so fucking ready. (laughs) I hope, I hope Pax gets fucking sodomized with a rusty sword that has a fucking disease on it. Exactly. Uh, but while that is going on, uh, Ruby Jared and Eris were uh, talking to the guards. It's like, oh yeah, like, can you actually help us? Because our the emperor, the prince has our family, so that's why we're, that's why we took Rudy, basically. Mm Hmm. I was like, so like we had no choice in the matter. So I was like, all right, let's. Aris. So Eris was ready to go. Like, hey, I'm ready to go right now. And Aruja's like, hey, you stay here, guard Aisha, like while Aisha, Cause, yeah, because uh, she needs someone to be to protect her. It's like, fine, fine, I'll do it, I guess. Yeah, and they're like, we'll lead the way. He's like, no need. I know where they're at. And he points at his forehead, and yeah. they don't know he's a super. Well, now they do. No, not yet. Thing. Oh yeah, at the end. Sorry, sorry, at the end. But uh, basically, the other guards are talking about this strong guy, uh, the the prince's brother. We find out basically. 
Yeah, and Eris is and, like, I want to fight him. And he should fight Squirrel, and she leaves. And then, uh, and then he sees it, like, grabbing his brother's head. And they all follow him. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. It's like, you're going to, like, like, I'm going to rip your head off type of head. Like, please let go. It's like, no, I need it for Roxy. It's like, like hey, stop my brother or I get rid of your families. And then oh, we forgot your- to mention that freaking uh, Roxy actually quit. She quit. Fucking because this guy kept fucking harassing her, trying to fuck. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, because he was groping her breasts. Yeah, so bro, way worse than Rudy. And so she actually quit being this guy's fucking teacher and ran away. Oh, yeah, exactly. But uh, he friends one of the guards, like, if you don't help me, I'm gonna kill your family. And then you see Rudy and the guards come back saying, Oh, we actually got him. Like, they're, they're safe. You're don't worry. Yeah, and so they're like, All right, fuck this guy, Prax. Pretty much. Fuck this herb. Oh, wow. Yep. Washington got the fucking touchdown or Seattle got the touchdown with 14, 15 seconds to go. Then they're going right. to do a two point conversion inside the game. Oh, right. Shit. Sorry. Anyway. No, no, no. no. You're, you're good. You're good. You're good. So the brother was almost ripping his head off. Yeah. Is that like, OK? Fine, fine, fine. He got to the point. He was, probably, like, he, could, he was holding back. So like, what the hell is he? Yeah. He was, well, he's not human, they said. Yeah, but I forgot what they said he was. Like, he, like, they didn't say what he was. He just he made a comment. He's like, "Oh, you you humans are so fragile." Like, oh, so yeah. So I guess he's homunculus, or yeah. And then eventually Rudy gets free. So I thought that part was a little anticlimactic, but I think after was made it worth it. Indeed. <laughs> like first, uh, they say they explain Rudy was. The super type type of thing, like oh yeah, like is no, Eris, Ted, the Eris fucking blows their cover in between this. They're like, oh, don't worry, our our uh, and fucking Russell Wilson throws an interception in the end zone on a two point conversion to seal the game. Wow. Anyway, um, Eris is like, oh, don't worry, our friend Ruizard uh, is gonna save your families. He's a nice super, like a super. And yeah. then so they basically said fuck Prax, and so um, uh, they let all the shit happen, and then we find out later that um that they banished Prax and their brother for yep. being fucking asshole princes. Yep. Like, and all right, time to start over. Time to start over. And fucking the, the older brother's like, she's talking about Rudy while he has the Roxy figure and the Rudy. Exactly. So, and then we see uh, Rudy with the maid, the or fucking name is again, Lilia. Lilia. She said, like, oh yeah, uh, I, I got this for you. Your, your holy relic, the Pansu. No, first he, she basically hugged him. She hugged him from behind. Well, that, no, that was after. That's she oh, was it after? It. It was yeah, after. yeah, no, it was, that was after. Like he first she gives it to him, and she knows it's Rudy. Here you go. We were supposed to give this to you for your birthday, like years ago. Mm. And uh, there was a charm in there from uh, Sylphie. Yeah, and he's like, "What's this?" And they're like, "Sylphie wanted to give this to you for your tenth birthday, but she couldn't." So um, I put them together. <laughs> Yeah, which was very, very sweet. And then Aisha hugs him from behind his opa. Well, Lilia. Lilia hugs. Sorry. Yeah, Lilia. And now her opa is on his back. He's like, oh, you're touching me. And then uh, Lilia's like, oh, you, I see you haven't changed at all. Yeah, and then Aisha comes. And first, uh, Lilia closes the door so she doesn't see them talking. Aisha's like, hey, I'm going to come with you. Uh, my mouth says, okay, like I'd rather serve you than my brother, who's a pervert. Mm. I can tell you, I'm going to become quite vulpous when I... Uh, <laughs> When I get older, so look forward to that. Right, and, right. And then Rudy's like, "What are you teaching her?" Yeah, how are you teaching this? She's like, she's corrupting her own daughter to serve her brother in this Ooh, regard. Jesus sick. Christ! I guess incest is legal here. She's fucking sixth. 
I know. Horrible people. Horrible people. So Rudy just pulls the non-horny rope, the anti-horny stick, say, go. No horny. Yeah, which is pretty shocking when yeah, Rudy Rudy also like Rudy's yeah. the one saying no horny. Yeah, he has a he has a problem wanting to collar violate Eris, but her little sister, no way, Jose. Thank God. Yeah. Even though he like got turned on by sucking his mom's city when he was a kid. But right, right, right. Yeah, I guess. I guess I was like, all right, just go take care of your mother type of thing. Like we'll see each other again. And then Ash is like, I'm sorry I called you a pervert, Odie Chan. And then Rudy's like, huh? Huh, Nani? And Harris yeah. is like, see, I told you she knew who the fuck you were this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she ain't stupid. She's really she was, smart, dude. She was probably she probably overheard them when they were talking when she was sleeping. Or they overheard to say Lord Rudius when uh I said it was either that or again when they were all together and she and she was pretending to sleep. So either way, she just wanted to see him for himself. Basically. But yeah, this was great. So Episode, I wonder who we're going to see next. <laughs> um, let's well, go platinum end. I saw a um a preview, a preview of like supposedly like the last episode, and Rudy's gonna be in like a fight to the death in like one of the last episodes. Like he's gonna face somebody, like he's gonna have to fight somebody, and like you see him with like a fucking bloody mouth and all that shit. Like he's fucked up. Right. Oh, so, yeah. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, we're almost done with that, oh, man. Uh, four more episodes, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these are like three to four more. Yeah, man, we're almost done with the season. All right, we're we're getting there. We'll oh god, we're gonna have to do two sets of awards. We're powering through, baby. Yeah, we're doing two awards, one for winter, one for the whole year. (laughs) Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. Oh good heavens. That'll that'll be just one episode in itself. (laughs) Good heavens. Good heavens. Yeah, those that, that would be like a free part of the finale the, and then the awards, two separate awards. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Platinum moving End. Moving on. Holy crap. It's getting better. And we finally got our answer to why Saki gave up on life. I know. And I was not expecting that. It was sad. It is. Basically, she, uh, she told Mariah about like how, like why she was well, like, basically, basically, basically cold. Basically, no, first, she shocks everyone after yeah. basically um, Mukairo comes over, tries to get more information, tells a little bit more information. And then Saki's like, enough. And so, uh, you know, uh, what's his face? Oh, wait, no, uh, we're skipping a part. First off, fucking, um, uh, do you know Metropolitan's name? I forget his name. Actual name. Uh, Kanade. Yeah. So basically, um, they're like, oh, like what happened? He's like, oh, I fell. Then he's got his bandages from when he got shot. And his his best friend starts putting two and two together. They're like, oh my god, he got shot. Like the girl A came out, started killing ugly girls. After he said he wants all the ugly girls to die. Yeah, as a wish. Like, oh my god, I think he's Metropolitan Man. He figures it out, and he's like, I'm just gonna pretend I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's how the episode starts, which is pretty wild. Um, but then, yes. So basically, Mukaido um, comes over, tries to get information, gets a little bit more than what he had. He said he's got one more private eye under his red arrow. He's going to have him check it out. And so, um, you know, uh, Mirai is laying down already, trying to fall asleep. And Saki's like, Mirai, um, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to sleep in the same bed as me tonight. Um, Revel and Nase, I need you guys to scram until the, tomorrow morning. And Revel's losing his shit. Like, what the fuck is going on? And Nase is like, oh, this is going to be great. They're going to fuck. Yay, good for them. Let's go. <laughs> it was fucking cute. And then anyway, so um, 
Mirai climbs in the bed. Saki cu- comes up, cuddles him, cuddles him, and was like, um, I want you to kill me. And he's like, Nani? And so she's like, I never did tell you like what happened. And then he, I think Mirai did ask, like, why did you give up on life? And they basically yeah. this story of them as childhood friends, like, you know, very cute. They see a four leaf clover as, as childhood, like, you know, out of this thing, like their family, friends, whatever. And all is good. All is good. Then Mirai goes through his episodes with his family, ends up alone. And um, all the kids start making fun of him and uh, including uh, Saki and Saki felt really guilty, but she just went along with everybody, kept basically ridiculing him and mocking him and all of that. And didn't she was like, I did basically I don't want to be next. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. And basically acknowledged that, um, you know, like she played a hand in him. And so they graduated from the same middle school and she's like, I wanted to apologize and I wanted to give you back the four leaf clover the day we graduated, but I saw you walking alone and with your head down. So I followed you because I really wanted to give you the four leaf clover back and apologize. And then I watched you commit suicide and I was so scared. I was so upset and I was so bothered. And I, she's like, I was the reason why he did this. I was the reason why. And so she basically walked out into the ocean in the middle of March, which in Japan, it's still fucking cold as balls in there. So she was going to freeze herself to death, get hypothermia and, and just freeze and die. And that's when Revel came, saved her. And so she's like, listen, like, it's my fault. And if I'm going to die, I want you to kill me. Please kill me. She's like, do what you want with me and then kill me. And basically this bothers um, Mirai. Mirai acknowledges like she's like, yeah, what you did was fucked up. And, you know, it makes Saki feel like shit. And she's like, I want you to kill me. And so Mirai's like, all right. So she he basically takes her with his wings and they fly up to like, you know, some high like in the middle of like the street high as fuck. And he drops her and and leaves a single strand. And basically um, he says no words. He just drops her, lets her hold on with a single strand of like their tie. And Saki's like, I get what you're saying. You're saying that if I want to die, you're not going to kill me. I have to kill myself. Okay. She lets go of the hand. And then immediately as she lets go, she grabs it again. And she's like, I don't want to die. I want to be with you. I want to stay with you. Blah, 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 blah. And so Mirai saves her. They walk over and they basically reconcile. And it's a really nice reconciliation. And this changes Saki's com- attitude completely. She goes completely 360. Now that she got that weight off of her chest, um, yeah. she got that renewal of life. Um, and she basically becomes more helpful. She's like, I shot my parents with a red arrow. They're going to allow me to live by myself. My room is very cramped. And I think we should move to like an actual base. And she points out like a chapel basically on top of like a giant high rise. And this will be our new headquarters. Um, everything is all good. And the other part, which is actually quite sad, it was actually really sad. Um, Mukaido is at home and he's doing his thing. And he mentions early in the episode, like, oh, yeah, I'm working on my on our costumes. So we know who, like how to spot each other. But at the same yeah. time, we're protected, blah, 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 blah. And um, he's also at the same time making some outfits for like a recital for his daughter. And um, his daughter went in like his office, basically. And he know she noticed she's like, you know. She's like, I'm going to have to grow big. She's like, I don't know why you're like, she's like, I, I'm, I may be small, but I'm going to have to grow big because um, I saw you making that wedding dress 
And then, you know, Mukaido's like, yeah, you know, I want you to, you know, wear that wedding dress when I'm not around and, you know, so, you know, whatever. And she's like, I guess I'm going to have to grow big so I can fit in the wedding dress. And it's just a very solemn moment. Yeah. Where that reality like fits in. Like he's not going to make it to his daughter's wedding. And that's why. No, he's, he's got like a year. Yeah. And, and that's why he's like making this dress. And they share this moment where they hug. And Mukaido's wife is like super, like super sad. Be- just breaks down crying because she realizes the truth. Um, yeah. And also, we're forgetting another part. Mukaido comes home from one of the meetings, and he's exhausted. And his wife says, "Where are you going late at night? Where, like, what are you doing? Like, you said you'd be truthful with me, and you wouldn't lie to me. Where are you going?" And he's like, "If I told you, you wouldn't believe me, right?" And he, she's like, "I want you to tell me." And so he does, like, puts her hands on the wall and says, "I'm fighting the forces of evil." And I want to save the world before I die. She's like, do you believe? She's like, are you joking or are you serious? Like, am I supposed to laugh or am I supposed to be worried? And he's like, I prefer you believe me. And he's like, oh, how did that look? I thought I was pretty cool. Put him slapping my hand against the wall. And she's like, he's like, I love you. Good night. And he goes into the office. It's crazy. And his wife is looking at him like, what the fuck just happened? It's the Kiba, man. Yeah, bro. But no, so it was a very good episode where we got more more background, more story on 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 Platinum Men. So, yep. um, looks like we're, we're keep, we keep on going up, baby. Yep, anywhere but up. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing the first half conclude soon. Yes, very happy with this. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad we picked this up. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it was a lot better than I expected it to be. <laughs> yes. So let me ask you this because I haven't seen Death Note. I know, surprise, surprise. I haven't seen yeah, Death Note. It's on, my, it's on my list. Um, at this point in this anime, is Platinum End better than Death Note at this stage of Platinum End? Depends how it ends. At this stage, I'm talking about this stage. Oh, at this stage right now, no. It's not better than Death Note at this. It stage. is not. As a whole, I can't say till it's over. Fair, no, fair. I'm just asking. But but, but stage, the first Death half of Death Note. What's the first on? the first half of Death Note was just some of the absolute best <laughs> mm. in terms of the whole detective cat and mouse thing, the, the interactions of light and L. They're just so good. <laughs> mm. But again, there the end is where it fell off the fucking wagon and it turned so fucking horrible. <laughs> out of the not of the what did you yeah. give it out of five? Which one? Death Note. I gave it a four. Because of because of the first twenty five episodes, mm. the other twelve. If I graded that, then it'd be a little lower. <laughs> Did a single season of thirty seven episodes, and just a random on number. But uh, again, no far away paladin because fuck them. Yep, no demon slayer because I haven't watched it and it's still the. It's basically the last episode of Demon Slayer. We see the end of Rengoku, and we relive that sadness. That that, f- that that part in the movie, dude. I will say that I was just fucking just. I was gangster. Oh, crying. I was uh, gangster crying. I had like tears down my face. I wasn't bawling. I wasn't blubbering. I was like respect. <laughs> I was silently fucking crying streams of tears. For, like, again, the last again respect. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking that was so gangster. And so it we're was. reliving it. Okay. Again. Uh, we're going to move on now. Miroku uh, Chan. Miroku Chan. How many more we have? Three, I believe. Yeah, three. We got three left. Okay, I'm getting tired. That's why I'm wondering. Uh, oh, are you talking about actual shows that we were reviewing? Oh, okay. Well, it's 11:33 right now, ladies and gentlemen, as we're recording. And we both. got five. We got five. We have five more shows to talk about. We'll make them quick. We'll make them quick. 
fucking balls. What the fuck? Again, like I said, we'll we'll make them. We'll make three or four of them quick. Oh God, we spent a lot of time in Aquatope. I know that's actually we spent a, the most time we spent Aquatope since like since uh, yeah. fall. Like I said, uh, we'll give the last two full death. We'll just the other three will be quick recaps. How about that? I should say somewhere important shit. Well, I, dude, we might as well just go in depth, bro. It's fine. It's all good. Uh, we'll survive. Alrighty. We'll survive. Uh, all right. We'll we'll be done in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Wow. We'll, we'll say we'll 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 get we'll give him a few minutes. We'll give a few. We'll speak in a few minutes. But uh, it picks off with uh, Zen just giving everyone the creepy look while giving the roll call. And you see a ghost slamming on the window. This giant ghost, <laughs> dude. Like, I really want to know, like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Like, it's gonna be like two things. It's either gonna be a swerve, and he's just somebody that attracts negative spirits, and he's not a negative person at all, or this dude is like a fucking like. Oh no, he's crazy serial killer. No, no, he, he, he's no, a big time serial killer. Like, no, no, he, he, no, he, no. Trust me, he's crazy. Are they in an all girls school? Hmm. I no. think they are because when she calls the role, when he calls the role, I didn't hear a single male voice at all. I have to pay attention to the school. I don't. I think they're in an all-girls school. Like I said, I didn't hear a single male voice. Like I said, I, I have to go back and look next time they're at the school to see. Yeah. I said they, they kind of have to be because I'm pretty sure Kiyosuke it does go to that same school, or is it a, a school like younger, like he's in junior high? But uh, basically, giant ghosts even followed her, even followed Miko in the bathroom. And when she opens the bathroom door, she sees Yuria eating lunch by herself. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting an Ushiko scene. Yeah. I was definitely it. expecting another Ushiko scene. No, no. I think think we're good here. <laughs> For those who don't know what Ushiko means, P. I was expecting another P scene. No, that's no, no more. No more P. Mm. We're done with that shit. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, but yeah, Yuria eats lunch by herself, and then uh, they like then they see Miko, Hana, Yuria, and it's like, oh yeah, like, I, why are you eating lunch by yourself? Eh, this is how I do it. Fuck you, mm. fuck you. I do what I want. Fuck you. Fuck me. No, fuck you. you fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they are. Right, don't do that for now. On day, don't do it again. You. And then you see Hana being a fat ass with her mountains of bread. Oh, my God. She, again, the, all the way goes to her boobs. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, while that all that's going on, Miko's looking out the, out the window, see where uh, the Zen is. And then uh, you see the ghost in front of her saying, don't look. Just that's, look away. Man, that's, that's so creepy, too, dude. So basically, a lot. Of, so some of these ghosts know something about him. I think because all of that negative. Dude, when so, the ghosts are warning you to not. Yeah. Fuck the guy, yeah. <sighs> like, no. Yeah, that is bad. <laughs> that's a red flag and a half. That is bad news. All right. Uh, that was the first half of that. Basically, just trying to avoid the teacher. The second half part was the three girls waiting in line for a haunted house. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's for donuts. So Hana has, I have to do it for the donuts. Of course. Bro, she, yeah. What? Does she just have like an insanely fast metabolism? Because like. No, because again, remember when you see her energy? The ghosts are attracted to it. So when the ghosts get burnt off, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And because yeah. of that, she gets hungry. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, but that metabolism is on top of that, though. God damn, no, she eats so much, but still stays the same. Bro, she's a fucking like bottomless pit of food. Oh, God, uh, don't tell Luffy and Goku <laughs> eating contest right there. Actually, no, no, I think they would. They Bro, would put her, her put her in Colmy with the fucking with the with the eating. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Let her eat all that fucking ramen. 
Yes, yes. Oh, gosh, he would. Uh, if, if I see a hungry like five minutes, I'll go, God damn it. No. Bro. For what them. are you? What are you? <laughs> what even? Bro, her shits must be like fucking nuts. I don't want to know about that. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you can. You can. I'm good. I'm good on that shit. No, 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 no. Yeah, pun intended. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, fuck you. Uh, all right. Anyway, they go into the haunted house. Uh, it's not really that scary. Well, it's scary for Hannah. Yuri's like, oh, what? Bibi Tinkun. Yuri's like, oh, this is easy. I see spirits all the time. This is a piece of cake. And then she gets scared the next second with uh, the with a guy of an axe chasing them. Uh-huh. And so while that's all going on, Miko decides, hey, I can finally scream. <laughs> she realizes, yeah. Yeah, like because again, she had no place, she has nowhere to go to do this because she doesn't she was tired of seeing all these ghosts and not reacting. Yeah, so because of this, this is the perfect time to react. Yeah. So you see her like smiling while screaming, like ah she's a psychopath. She looks like a goddamn psychopath. Yes, she's on she's on the killing spree. She's gonna kill us too later. Mm. And then Yuri is like, What the hell's going on? Like, does uh Hana attract the ghost and Miko exercise exercises them? <laughs> Basically, is right. AC again you force post type of thing? Don't go But uh, all that they're running around. Uh, Miko screams at the ghost and the constant people, like, go, don't come any closer type of thing. Stand back. There's a hurricane through. Sorry. But uh, they eventually find the uh, ticket for the free donuts. They run out. Uh, they got chased by the costume people, but the ghost stays behind because he thought that she was talking to just him about don't come near me. Mm. So I like that. And then they got their donuts. And then that episode ends. This is surprisingly getting good. As I expected this, like with the edgy stuff, I expected this to be just average. It was average until the freaking they tied the story in with the, with the shocker of the fucking of the substitute sensei. Yeah, right. No, but I'm saying like this the that's the moments at the end of the episodes where we're like, God damn it, now I gotta watch, especially with we see Miko's father dead, basically. Yeah, just that that I, I think that, from there on, that's where it's like, okay, that that we're knowing more about everyone and we're knowing more about especially the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it definitely goes deeper than what it is, and that's what kept keeps tracking me. Cause like I said, those ghosts give me the goddamn heebie jeebies. Seriously. Oh yeah. Seriously give me the heebie jeebies. For sure. <laughs> But uh, definitely, again, great stuff. I'm looking forward to the final three episodes. Is it really? Yeah, it is only three. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, now we're moving on. Uh, Assassin, World Finest Assassin. Another good episode. Maha fucking shit up at the beginning. Yeah. With, with her girls, like they're walking home. And then you see these two guys trying to either kidnap them, rape them, murder them. All the above. Yeah. And then Maha goes behind one of them. <laughs> Gonna fight. Because, like, hey, if you touch my girls again, I'm going to send you straight to hell myself. <laughs> Gangster line. Oh, yeah. And then you see uh, Tarts uh, come back from battle. Because so you find out because you find out that Luke basically sends her to get fight experience. Like, oh, yeah, go these random fights. And then uh, she gets this nickname. What was that nickname? Uh, Lightning Flash or some shit. So, Lightning Maiden or something like that. Yeah, Lightning Maiden or something. Yeah. So it's like, don't call me that. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, and then, but then we find out that the two years are up. So this Balor lifestyle is like, nope, that's it. We're done. You're also skipping something important. We find out a little bit of Maha's history. 
Oh, right. That is right. She yeah, she comes from a, she comes from a rich family. Yeah, but she comes from a rich family and she was supposed to be the heir of a trading company. And uh, the, the right hand man of her father betrayed the company, killed her family and fearing for her life. She fled she and became homeless. She and then she ended up meeting up with the sisters. And then that's how her her life basically began as yeah. an orphan. Um, and so her goal her is goal is yeah to basically to take over that area again like take yeah that we find back. out we find out basically that the fucking right hand man who killed her father has basically ruined the company and so she wants to use orna to be able to buy the company and the first thing she's doing is buying uh this pivotal shop which coincidentally happens to be the very first shop her father ever opened and so she presents this plan to lug to e-league about um buying this he's like i want to expand to a different city i want to buy this here there's a company going out of business and this is the prime time to be able to buy their assets because they're liquidating at a, at, a, at a good rate and she's like what do you think and luke was like already knows because he already looked into this as he explained everything and so he's like i would be a fool to tell you to not bring your personal business into into our business despite the fact that it yeah is but, the best idea. but the fact but that you I, also trust her <laughs> but i trust your judgments do as you see fit and yep. she gets all excited and shit. So and that so yeah, that was great. Uh, glad we got to know a little bit more about Maha in that mm-hmm. in terms of that regard. Mm-hmm. And because of this, uh, Luke is leaving with Tart and as Tarte, 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 fucking Tart. What the? She's your fucking. She's got, she's got quite the Tart. I'm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But uh, so Tarte and Luke are leaving. Maha is staying behind to run the shop so she can go focus on what she needs to do to take that to take that back. So because of this, she's not going to be with the party for a while. Yeah. And she's like, I want you to visit me, brother Luke, because, you know, it's bad enough. You visit Dia and you're already with Tarte like you. you So, yeah. So, yeah. So they know about it. So they're they're cool with it. Yeah. And she opened up saying, yeah, I know why you saved me because of my mana and all that. Like, I know you're super, using me. Super smart. Super fucking smart. Yeah, but she also sees the goodness in him. That's why. Yeah, because at the end of the day, yeah, I know you're using me, but fucking you've never fucked me or you've never tried to rape me. Like, you saved myself and my adopted like he, family. He's a, he's a good, he's a good mm-hmm. person deep down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's righteous. righteous is the word you're looking for. He's yeah, like, he, like he's still trying to find that new other side of himself. He's doing a good job. Oh, yeah, he's doing a great job so far. Uh, anyway, Tarte and Luke start to head home in the carriage, and they see wolves. Yep. And uh, do you see Tarte's... Oh, you're forgetting stuff? also, before you go on with the wolves, you're forgetting that uh, Luke and Tarte have a conversation, and Tarte's like, you know, the what's her face? That Maha loves you, and she wants to be with you in that way. And... Um, He's like, nah. Luga's like, no. It's like she's just uh she's just uh, infatuated. Like it's it's, not, it's like it's a lustful thing. She doesn't truly mean it because I don't see her that way at all. And then she's like, uh, if you did, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah, basically. And we find out later why that is. But anyway, yes, wolves. Yeah. Well, because of that, now it's up to the wolves. Uh Tarte's like, I'll handle it as I show my skills in action. She knows magic. Yes. L- win and lightning, it looks like. Because she's got mana. Of course, she's good to fucking know magic. Yeah, but I said, but we never saw her about it. Like, uh, we don't know if we we didn't know if Luke taught her or is it the stuff she learned in the battlefield. She uh, osmosis it through uh, Luke Chimpo. Anime training arc. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Uh, that's after plot. The, that's why. Yeah, because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> it's plot. 
Exactly. Uh, they go back home. You see the mother. It's like, oh, Tarte, I'm going to take you. Tell me everything that happened. Tell me, all, tell me it all. Oh, by the way, Lugo, your father's calling for you. And then uh, so Luke goes in there. So no, her mom, his mom is creepy as fuck because she's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, him that, like a that, that was literally 18 seconds of just him, of her sniffing. Yeah. yeah again, like half, almost half a minute of her doing that. What Fucking creepy. F- Jesus Christ. But as the guy says, don't get her upset. Yeah, for real. So I hate to see what happens when she's upset. I wonder, right? Like, I wonder if there's going to be like some like thing. She's going to murder him. She's going to come get him there. Yeah, like it's going to be something like where she attacks the family, like a castle while they're away. And she defends it by fucking like going. I I am so curious, but as I say, I'm afraid to find out. (laughs) Oh, dude. Also, what was with uh, the dad being shirtless and that uh, mid credits? I don't know. The, the, like the quote unquote commercial break. You know what just dawned on me literally when you said that? What? We did not get a uh, a Megami scene. No? We did not get a goddess scene. I, I know. Holy shit. Just don't. Just I, I was looking on me. Uh, I was looking. I look forward to those and we didn't get it. I know. It's your favorite thing about the. I, I want to know about the cosplay she's wearing. I want to know how many years it's been. What? What was so good it's about at 20. this guy? We're at 20. They're like, we already hit 30, so we're at 20 now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you see the father talking to Luke. Hey, you're grown. Like, I'm only I'm 14 now. I'm legally an adult. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean by your age or your body. I meant, like, mentally type of thing. He sees the chimpo. He knows. Yeah. So uh, With his all-seeing eye, he sees Luke Chimpo. Like, oh, you grew. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, oh, do you know why I had you do this mission? Like, I had you do all this. Like, oh, to help me, like, become an assassin. I'm, like, better at it. Like, Yes and no. Right. I also want you to have a better, like, I want you to have a chance to have a different life. Yeah. In case you didn't want to or whatever. Yeah. Because again, like, the kingdom, they'll leave us, they'll leave us to die at any moment. And we just have to accept it. So you sell it being a merchant. So if you wanted to be a merchant permanently, you're more than welcome to. So basically, it's like, this is your one and only chance out. Yep. And then Lou does talk about, hey, I'm actually not going to do it for the kingdom. Fuck them, actually. I'm actually gonna do it for the people of this village, the people that depend yeah. on us, that care about us. And then he's these like, are, these I are would the ne- people I want. And then he's like, I would never. He's like, I would never get caught anyway. And besides, if I, we ever did get a, if I ever did get abandoned by the by the, like, by the he'll take care of it. I'll figure it out and I'll survive. And then he's like, and there's still. Well, he mentioned two things. He mentioned one. He's like, there's something I need to do that requires me to be an assassin. And he's talking yep. about killing the uh, the hero. And he's yep. like, there's something I want that I cannot get if I'm not an assassin. And uh, his father's like, what's that? And uh, he's like, I'm in love with Dia and I want to yeah. marry her one day. And yeah, I, like that I, was like, wow. Yeah, it's like, wow. Like, I knew you weren't perfect. You're you're an idiot. <laughs> and he laughed at him. <laughs> he literally yeah, but, said but, that. But, but, he, but, he's like, but he falls on supports it. Yeah, he falls supports it, which is really nice. But he's like, man, you're fucking stupid. Dia, huh? OK. OK, kid. Yeah, it was like, I got you. I got you. Say no more, fam. <laughs> Say no more, fam. Uh, and he's like, all right, fine. Now there's no going back. That's perfectly fine. So because of this, I'm going to give you your first assassin mission without me. <laughs> See, do as you want. Yep. Because the person, yeah, because the person's like, I kill people. Like, yeah, because I told you to. And then you also kill criminals. You didn't do it on your own. And yeah. now he's going to do. I basically go to where we were in the first episode now. Um, before the flash, before the flashback, before he got isekai'd, <laughs> the child trafficking. Oh yeah, no, like those, that- like those first five minutes or so. No, that he was still uh, what's it called? He was a human. But I'm saying I think that's where we're gonna we're, that's where it's gonna lead to for the next episode. No, so the first guy he's gonna kill has been selling military secrets. 
Oh, okay. They mentioned that. Yeah, this guy is basically. Okay. So, oh, so, so not yet. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to be anything with child. Oh, for all we know, they already, they already that revisited could... the child thing when they did it a couple weeks ago. I don't think they're going to. I don't think there's going to be a constant theme of child trafficking. I think that would be pretty. No, but I'm saying like when Dia was there, Tarte was there, Maha was there. So I don't think they've done that yet. Just only the first episode. I thought they were lead to like, hey, how did Maha come back? Who did she do her job? Type of thing. I don't recall seeing them. No, uh, Dia and Tarte were fighting the traffickers in the in the mansion while Luke had the sniper. And Maha was there with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one, that one. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah, so I wonder if it's gonna lead to that next episode or not yet, like later on. But yeah, <laughs> still, all, all, as always, still good stuff. But uh, moving on. Yes, we got very Ladies left. and gentlemen, you guys can't see me on the camera. I'm full on laying in bed. Okay, that. I was like, I am full on naked right now. <laughs> you, uh, no, I'm not, bro. But okay, f- Jesus Christ. I, I just thought you were gonna go with like, okay, God, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, oh yes, I have no bottoms on. Totally. Uh, all righty, uh, Comey. Comey's on. Uh, They're this- finally getting more rom in their com. Yes. <laughs> More yes, uh, I love it. First, it goes with uh, Kobe leaving notes on uh, Tylenos and Osana's de- lockers or whatever for about jokes. Yeah, and she's trying to tell jokes. Like it's like it doesn't work when you write them. So it leads to Kobe leaving this classroom to call <laughs> and it's a dad joke, which I don't know hates dad jokes. It's like, it was a funny dad joke, but it was, it was but it was like <laughs> she's got such a, a tender voice, though. I know. So tender. Well, it's the same voice actor as Kaga, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So perfect. <laughs> uh so that was I think, yeah, I think yeah, that that first bit was short. It was yeah. just basically just telling jokes. Yeah. And uh Tadano tries to tell a joke. It was also a dad joke. Uh Osada hates it, but Comey loves it. <laughs> Comey loves anything that I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> Tadano could draw Chimpo and Comey's like, oh my god. It's a stick, but just to see her face light up, though, was cute. Every time he does, she, bro, ah, we'll keep going. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep going. Uh, and then Osana talks to Kobe and say, Hey, do you buy your own clothes? It's like, I, I don't. Like, my mom picks them out for me. Like, I never gone, I never gone to the mall shopping. It's like, Oh, we're going to go shopping. That's what we're going to do today. And uh, Himiko, puppy, like dog, mutt, servant, bitch, you're coming. Walkies they, for dog. I died yeah. laughing to that. I was like, Walk- No. Walkies for your dog. <laughs> I fucking died. I was like, what? I was like, see, see, she's trash. She's, in, a liter- in a literal sense, she's trash. <laughs> no, she knows her place. That's a good thing. Yeah. A fine quality. And so during all this, of course, our crazy fan, what's her name? Ren over here is like, oh, hey, what a coincidence. I'm here too. Yeah. I was like, oh, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to fight. Like, oh, you're, you're buying clothes. I'm going to join you. And so Osana's like, hey, we're going to make it a contest then. Everyone finds an outfit $100 or less, and she gets to wear it. That's what the best one wins. So uh, they do all that. Osana's outfit was first. It was this old classic Japanese outfit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, you just want to see her in it, didn't you? <laughs> Osana knows what they like. And then uh, it was Ren's turn. It was like it was way over budget. So... <laughs> Right. So like you're disqualified because it's way it's like double the price. Like, oh, I'll buy for you anyway because you're so cute in it. And then uh, Himiko is next, and there's this ugly outfit, very something that deserves to be bullied. <laughs> it was a cute outfit. It was just yeah, it was cute. And then, yeah, for white people, sure, but, <laughs> but like it's cute for white people. Like just plain old 
boomer white people, sure, but <laughs> and then uh, it was Tadano's turn. They get like this beautiful outfit. They all go ten out of ten. They buy that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that was the end of that part. And then uh, was he trying to return the outfit, or was he, was he just getting a haircut? What? Uh, the next part was he trying to return the outfit, Comey, or was he just just he out to get a haircut? What? He never tried to return the outfit. Okay, because I know she had a bag. I was just talking about the clothes also. So, oh yeah, she was uh, playing for hair. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, the, the next part is the hair, but she the the last part she was actually like putting the outfit on, like staring at yeah. it, like oh, kind of wanted me to wear this. Yeah, so she loved it. Okay, and now she goes like, oh, my hair's on. I need to get a haircut. Yeah, and then you see the barber like talking like like she knows what to do with Kobe without even speaking because she knows the family. Yeah. So that's not a barber. You can't believe you just called a hairstyle as a fucking barber. Holy fuck. I know the fucking I know the lady was butch, but Jesus, dude. Hairstylist, sorry. God. I, for, I, for, I forgot. If you had if a barbershop, it's but fine. There's a salon. Why? You have to differentiate. My mother was a hairstylist. That's why. Okay. But I said she wasn't styling hair. She was cutting hair. That's why I said barber. <laughs> uh, whatever. Fine. Hairstylist. Only didn't ask for a fucking fade on the left with a fucking blowout on the back. Yes. Uh. <laughs> And then you see the uh, the newbie say, like, "Oh, Comey's so cute. How's uh, the hairstylist? Like, how is she? Like, how is she working with Comey's hair without even speaking? Let me try talking to her. You like the shampoo? You like this?" And then Comey's just staring at her blankly. Shamu. And eventually, the the hairstyling is done. She, she her hair's her hair's trimmed. She looks good as new, riper than a banana. <laughs> And then to go to school, uh, no one comments her hair except for Tadano. And they all like, like, I'm worthless. I'm sorry. Commit death. Yes, commit the Sudoku. Sepoku, not Sudoku. Oh, my. I know know it's Sepoku, but we all call it Sudoku because it's funny. Well, no, who the fuck is all? I don't fucking call it Sudoku. Well, you don't know the people. (laughs) God. Yeah, yeah, some some people actually intentionally say. Yo, Jerry Lynn versus Eddie Kingston at fucking Hammerstein is the match. Oh, never mind. This is not happening. I got trolled. Wow. I was like, Jerry Lynn's retired. He can't even wrestle. Dude, I thought he was coming back for like a one night only special. I was like, oh. And no, it's, it's no his back. His back's wow. fucked up. I interrupted you for that. I'm so sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> I felt like, oh, tomorrow, like, oh, Wednesday, Eddie Kingston and Jerry Lynn. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah Lynn can't not wrestle like I don't think he's in shape too either. I mean, he's probably better than a lot of fucking wrestlers that are out there. You know, really fucking that shit. But no, some people actually actually call seppuku Sudoku, and there's actually a picture of that. Anyway, so that's why so that's why I say it like that. Commit anyway. Sudoku on your body. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, the final part of this, Osada, it's like, hey, this is serious here. I did no studying because of summer break. I had no point. I guess I had no point choice. I had no point in doing this. It's stupid. Right. So then they're like, you had to study. It's like, oh, I got it. Study group at the library. And then Osana was very loud once they got there. And the librarian, this Bush librarian, this goddamn, she hit him with the with the fan. And then you find out from Himiko, you get uh, free strikes, the uh, library. If you get free strikes, you're kicked out. With the fucking Bush lady. Oh, yeah. No, she'll, she'll, she'll wreck you. The Takashi Segura fucking of Komi-san. But you know, Takashi's still going, so yeah, I love Segura. He's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. yeah like, like, he's the one they should watch that's like over 50, not Suzuki. I love Suzuki, but not Suwama. He's not 50. Suwama's not 50? No. 
Dude, he looks fucking 50. He's like 47 or something. Dude, fucking Segura and fucking uh, and uh what's his face? And Suzuki look way better than Suama. Yeah, and then way uh Mo- and Mo- Mochizuki's also 50. Yeah, I love Suzuki, but he's also been kind of sloppy. But Sugiura and Mochizuki, yeah, definitely. They, these are the people they should watch. It's one people over here. Bro, Sakuraba is fucking better than goddamn. Uh, what's his face? Suzuki? No, then no. Leave, leave him alone. <laughs> I think he's going to retire soon. <laughs> he, Jesus. He's almost. I was going to say, like, oh, he's always oh, almost Nakajima level or Nakajima. Uh, Nakanishi. I'd say, hey, 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 leave Nakajima alone. <laughs> no, no, no. He's almost not uh, Nakajima. Not keep saying Nakajima. Nakamura. Nakanishi. He's Ishi? almost Nakanishi level, and I, no Nakanishi. Okay. <laughs> he's like he's almost Nakanishi level, and I was like, no, let me not. That's uh, that's that's inaccurate. Stop, stop. Okay, you're well, taking it too far there. <laughs> uh, he's better than. Me. Uh, God. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. At the library, they're trying to study. Uh, Osada gets distracted reading a book. I gotta uh, get taped with the fan again. So they're not taking this seriously. They're no. done studying. Yeah. And now I know they bring out Jenga. If I can bring out Jenga, it was funny. As they are like, this is this is ignore them. And then Comey participates. And he's like, what are you doing? What the fuck? And Comey, you know, after the episode, it was the first time you see her genuinely smile. Yeah, it was that. I was gonna get to that. But uh then Tyler's like, fine, I'll play. Mm-hmm. Uh I think Osana did something to knock it over. Mm. And then yeah. and everyone got everyone got hit with the Fed and Osana got kicked out. Got thrown out. Not a kick. Like, out. No, like, like, out. like she picked him up and like, all right, you're coming with me. Fucking Kuzo trash. Yes, yeah, so like, <laughs> take right to the trash. And then you see Kobe say, like, I like I wanted to do this because this was fun. I wonder if the librarian picked it up and they were like, Oh, what is this extra thing you have between your legs? Yeah. <laughs> No, okay, all right. My shoulder. What is this? Uh, no, no, no. She was no. Her her shoulders were too broad. Like she couldn't feel it because no, no. Fuck you. I'm just I really feel like you could feel. I've never had a dick on my shoulder or on any part of my body, but I feel like if like I was chilling and I felt something, I feel like they're also. I feel like like I, would I, also, I also feel like they're wearing. A, um, I don't know how if they have if if they have a dick. Persons take care of their yeah their extra member yeah. I couldn't tell yeah, you about. We had uh, the the mystery continues, and it will continue to be a mystery until the end of the manga. But uh, anyway, we find out Osada aced the test regardless, mm. without studying, and kept screwing around, screw around too much, we're screwing around. Uh, Komi got great scores again, and then the rivals like, "You beat me again!" And then Komi's like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> He's really one of the most useless characters in the show, I will say. The rival. The rival. Yeah, she's, oh yeah, she's just there for comedy. Like between her and the fucking psycho fucking stalker bitch. Mm-mm. Yeah. Kicking my head for those who can't see me. Okay. Mm-mm. And uh, the last one is the summer break. Comey did nothing on summer break. He find out she did all her homework. She wants to call Tado. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm bothering him. I don't want to do that. So she just leaves it. Tado's like, say, I wonder if Comey's okay. I wonder if she wants to hang out on board. I want to call her. Wait, no. She should call me back and forth. And then his brother's like, I think he's broken. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out that Osada called Comey. Bear's like, hey, yeah, we're going to the pool tomorrow. You're coming. You're invited. Don't worry. Tadano's coming too. So that's where that happened. And then it ends with the them meeting up for the pool and they actually go to the pool. Oh, there's an after credit? 
No, no, the, the, that's during the credits. You see them like by the pool type of thing. I skipped that. I didn't know. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like for like a couple of seconds, there's just them by the pool. I was thinking like the next episode would start with it. No, 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 no. So that was, uh, I thought that was sweet. Uh, definitely nice stuff. I love Kobe. There's just nothing more to say about it. I, I love this. Better. I'm glad. I'm glad it's getting an anime. I'm glad. I'm glad it has an anime finally. All righty, we got two more. Let's do this. I know. Me too. Let's. I can't imagine they had to do Paladin '86 too. Or if I had watched Boruto. Oh my! Oh my fucking god! Yeah, it'd be one o'clock. <laughs> Shit. All right, Senpai is annoyed. Uh, what was it? Golden Week? Is that, that holiday yes, was golden called? Week. Yes, Golden it was Week. Golden Week. Uh, they have they have a week off essentially. Yeah. Uh, what are they gonna do? No one knows. Fuck all. Yes. Uh, Takeda's like, oh, I'm just gonna work out and just take it easy. Maybe go to like a spa or something like that. And then Igarashi's <laughs> like, that's boring. What are you gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna clean my room. I'm gonna do chores. I'm gonna be boring but productive. Mm-hmm. And then uh see Sakurai with one of the co-workers. Like, oh yeah, uh, help me thank you help me with the files. You want to get, get dinner later? And then she's like, No, I'm good. I'm have plans with someone else. Uh Cosmos plans was basically gonna be playing video games. But uh but yeah, Cosmos overhearing about this guy trying to ask her out. And he's he's like slowly realizing like she can say yes to any of them. And yep. he's this the, this quiet background guy, dead eye fish looking motherfucker. Yeah, so he's like, I really need to make my move. <laughs> and then you find out later on that he actually asked her out on a date to the uh, aquarium. <laughs> big webos. Yeah, big webos. And the very first, like, oh, it's like going to jet. Di- like the first, it was just a dinner day. Like, oh, we're gonna have ramen. Like, oh yeah, how about I take it to the aquarium tomorrow? Like he just blurted that out. <laughs> and uh, I'll get to their date in a minute since we're gonna talk about Igarashi and Takeda first because. The fuck cares? <laughs> yeah. But this was cute. This was cute. It was a cute episode. Uh, Igarashi does. She's cleaning the house. Like, oh yeah, uh, I'm ready. I did everything. Now she watches TV, and you find out, oh, this was what happens when a person lives a home alone, and someone knocks on the door and kills them. <laughs> so this freaks out Igarashi. <laughs> yeah. So she calls Takeda, who was uh busy finished working out, so he's drinking the beer, and he's like, senpai. <laughs> You're I'm fine. I'm just calling. Just check on you. Bye. Hangs up the phone. I try to not cry over the phone. Mm-hmm. And then she hears the knock on the door while like she has all the lights turned off. She's like isolated, trying mm-hmm. to watch documentaries. And then here's a knock. He says, Takeda at the door. Like, oh yeah, I heard you crying over the phone. Like, and I guess I'm glad I came over because you're crying right now. I knew you were crying. Like, I, I knew you were. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, would you like me to spend Golden Week with you? I'm like, no. <laughs> So they were watching all the documentaries, stuff like that, and 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 their stuff ended with them uh, going on a lunch date. Well, their section of that with them, and now the real one, Kazuma and Sakurai. Yes, best couple. Uh, They're at the date at the aquarium. Uh, Boy, there's there's a dolphin that looks like you with the with the dead fish eyes, but also like that's someone that supports the others on on afar. Not only does it look like it, but it says the, the same fucking given name. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Sota, yeah. Uh, Sok- uh, Sakuma, right? Oh, his name is Sota, so. Sota, Sota, Sota. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm so, so used to Sotas being little kids. Right, yeah. right. That, that's, that's Shota, yeah. That's a Sota. <laughs> I said Sota. I said, yeah, yeah. Shota is lolly for guys. But yeah. We're not getting to that. But anyway, uh, while I was going, I was like, oh, they always support, like, how you how you help me out, dealing with the creeps at the work. 
And then the dolphin splash water on everyone. Her her opai is wet. So of course, he looks down. <laughs> yeah, like normal opai. They're not really big. Uh, it's a nice it's a nice average D cup. Yeah, you know, I think it's like a like a like a thirty four C, very full. I, I think it's I think I think she's got these. They're not a twenty six triple A like fucking Nigarashi. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> no that's, that's that's even with the teddy bears in her in her tits. Bro, Nigarashi's so flat, like she just has like fucking like a tiny little fucking ant bump over her nipple. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, anyway, uh, they eventually start to dry themselves off, and then they go into the gift shop, and she sees, and they see the dolphin, and the Sota dolphin. Like, oh, it's so cute! Like, you want like no type of thing. So they, though they chat, they have a good time, and then uh, Sota's like, Kazuma's like, I'll be right back. Goes away for a bit. So Sakurai waits there, and you see the three guys, or was it two, two or three? Uh, two, two. Okay. There was two guys. Like, hey, uh, how you doing, baby? Huh? Looking for a good time. Oh, hey, you want some tea with us? I know it's a great tea place. It's like, no, I'm waiting on someone. Like, I have to go. And one of them grabs her arm. <laughs> like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Let go of me. And then Kazuma is right there. Like, hey, she mine. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, like, what are you doing to her? Like, oh, what's it to you? Like, oh, well, she's mine. That's why. <laughs> So she frees, so she's like blushing, and then Cosmo like covers his face, like I can't believe I fucked said that. Like a true simp weaves, like this is my waifu. Back up. <laughs> uh, so eventually Cosmo grabs her wrist, and then they run away, leaving the guys like, "Hey, get back here!" Like, ah, fuck it, yeah. not worth it. Yeah. We were being nice. It was great tea, you bitch. Right. So all that happens, like you're okay. Yes, thank you. And then she gives him the bag, like, "Oh, it's a gift." Like, what is it? And it was the dolphin. So she's like really happy. She loves it. Like, let's do this again. It's like, let's do this again soon. And at the very end, see Igarashi Takeda. Like, what's this uh, white stuff? It looks like cum. <laughs> it's like candy. Like, oh, it's that stuff in Sakurai brought, brought over. They eat it. It's like, it's really good. The cum is good. <laughs> and that was really upsetting for that. I liked it. Again, I love to grow up with Sakurai and because I'm out here. Takeda and Igarashi are cute too, but they're not. And you're forgetting that at the end when they're walking. Um, she's like, uh, arigato sota for everything, right? Right. Oh, and, yeah. And Sota's like, what did you say? And she's like, nothing. Let's keep on going. And she keeps on walking. And Sota's like, okay. He's being a tease. Like, nope. And freaking Sakurai is blushing, fucking like pink. She is pink as shit from. Bed. Oh yeah. They'll, oh, they'll they'll eventually fuck. Oh, good for him. What what a guy. He he he's he's the Chad for the week. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Uh, main event time. The best episode of the week. <laughs> Tacked. Again, the second. Part. Oh, my God. This picked up definitely right where they left off. Tacked tried to charge in at Schindler. He charged. No, he, he did. Keyword is he did try. But, bro, he hit him with the quickness. Yeah. The quickness, nigga. Like, but, bro, like red. Like, I'm talking about like. Fucking red zoom in quickness. Like, like, yeah, like he almost instant transmission that shit. He almost instant transmissioned his fist into fucking Schindler's jaw. Yeah. Awesome. I, but unfortunately, hell cuts him up really badly. Yeah. Fucking does like a spinning round. And Destiny, this, this freaks out Destiny. Yuma is scared. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, I could lose him type of thing. Yeah. So instead of fighting, she. Grabs him and retreats. Nigeru! 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 And then Hell's like, hey, should I go at him? And then Schindler's like, no, not yet. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, Schindler 
says, why aren't you going after? Like, that's no fun. Mm-hmm. I only, only, I hit him once and they run off. Like, that's not fun. Like, oh, wait, oh, wait, I'll play the waiting game. Mm-hmm. So she's not listening to him, basically. Right. Because usually the music artists listen to their maestros. Right. Well, they're independent of themselves, like because they're they're. But more or less, when it comes to stuff like this, like literally, their only attachment is the wand and the fact that she's sucking his life energy. But in terms of their attachment, it's not really existent as of yet. But uh, but during all this, uh, Anna is seen by herself. Like she has this like bad feeling in her, and she's trying to get through. After hear like the explosion, all this, like she, I need to get in there. Fuck you guys! I need to go help out my sister intact. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you see Lenny and Titan. Hey, hey. hey. like yeah, I like these two. So they are. They're so good. Yeah. So it's like, hey, like I seen you matured a little bit, and like they're like, trying to calm her down. Like I, they're gonna be okay. Don't you worry. And we're actually gonna go there. We're gonna go there in the, eventually, like, in a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so once that happens, we see Tact and Destiny in the cage together. Like he's got he's got this giant cut. Yeah, like he's bleeding out. Like, and they have. It's no crazy equipment. that human can uh, can recognize, like, oh shit, like it's getting infected. Yeah, like, and uh, she tries to give him water, and he he can't drink it, so she drinks it, and then gives it to a mouth to mouth, which was yeah. that shocked me. I was like, oh my god, they kissed, and then like, like essentially, yeah, yeah, and then uh, you see Tad talking about Cassettes. He finally he, opens up. Yeah, yeah. He he, finally opens and, up. and you and you finally find out why he does. <clears throat> the piano he like he's grieving he like, to play with like first his dad and now Cosette. Mm-hmm. so this is like the only way he can get his mind off it like deal with it in his own way this the music yep like yeah so like this makes perfect sense because again when his dad died he shut himself into his room yep and he was doing that and now he's doing it again with Cosette. like all the guilt like it's his fault yep and then you see Destiny is like, like I, I want to listen to your song. Like, is this something she wants? Mm-hmm. And then this is when Tact actually acknowledges that you're Destiny, that you're not just because that you're Destiny. She's the first one to acknowledge that you are. Yeah, like, like she's aware, like you have to accept that she's gone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you see, because that's slowly becoming like how Cosette was and like slowly become this humanish with emotions. Mm-hmm. And then you find out with the bandage around tax uh, body, like you didn't do it, you didn't tie, you didn't tie it enough, like you did a terrible job. Like, oh, I have nothing to work with. So, Baka Musicata. Yes, <laughs> Maestro Stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because of this, uh, you see Hell and uh, Schindler just like you know hanging out, wine. Like, eh, they'll eventually come. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, morning comes. You see Schindler and uh, Hell back and forth, and you see Lenny and Titan there. Mm. So basically, like, oh yeah, no, Phil. First, you see Destiny by herself, not not letting tight. You see Destiny fight yeah, uh, hell by herself. Like, yeah, she thanks fucking uh, Maestro for everything, and then basically walks on her own out the cave to fucking like, like thinking um, she's gonna die or something. Helen Schindler, yeah, like a suicide mission for sure. Yep, and there's like, oh, where's where's Tad? Like, I don't need him to beat you, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's like getting her ass kicked. <laughs> By hell, you, you, like you can tell the strength just between hell and destiny. Yeah. So I was going like she's about to crush, <laughs> she's about to crush her head essentially and choke her out. And that's when you see Titan shoot. They're like, oh, like now you see Lenny and Titan there that they're fighting, and Schindler talks down on Lenny. Like, oh, you're this weak piece of shit. 
This is mm-hmm. why you left the group. You're nothing, especially especially your music art. They're, oh, no, 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 I didn't come here to fight you. Like, we're just the open and act. <laughs> uh, we're ready for the real main event. You tacked there, like, very bloody. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and then you see the him and Destiny working together to fight Hell. And, like, she even deflects one of Hell's kicks. <laughs> yep. And there's the giant explosion right there. And then uh, Schindler's like, oh, what, what the fuck? And then you see Heaven. He's like, all right, that's enough. And they, uh, Schindler, what did we tell you not to do? Go after tact. And what did you do? Go after tact. <laughs> so yeah. you have no more powers. You are officially. Basically, like you're fired. You're persona non grata to us. Yeah, like you're no longer commander. Oh, yeah. Uh, hell, oh, you're no longer me. in the fucking. You're no longer in the Symphonica at all. Yep. Not just the demotion, like you just got booted out of the yep. whole fucking Symphonica. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, well, I still got hell. It's like, yeah, but she was never yours. Which is crazy. That like so they, I think Sagan has both heaven and hell. Yeah, dude. And he was just like London. That's it. And like, oh yeah, we're just here to I was just here to test you out. Yeah, you suck. Bye. Yeah, and so that's, that's what hell said. This yeah, hell basically takes it, takes her his conductor wand, snaps it with it, like her two fingers. And says, yeah. you know, Sayonara, former head commander. Yeah, yeah, basically, like, yeah, like, yeah, basically, like, yeah, you holding that meant nothing. Like, you didn't control me. I was just playing along. Yup. Like, so I'm you just still. see heaven and hell walking away. Like, oh, yeah, well, we're never going to talk about this. You mean Lenny showing up or you get rid of Schindler? Yeah, he basically tells, like, Lenny and Titan, like, this is uh, confidential. You were never to speak about this in public ever. Yeah, because, yeah, because he's not part of the group anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, you were never here. It's like, yep. <laughs> Yep. And then they all come back. You see Anna like hugging. Like, you guys are okay. I'm glad you're safe. Mm-hmm. And then she also acknowledges that because that is uh, destiny now. Mm-hmm. Like she like she was like she was the denial of this whole time. And like after talking to Lenny and Titan and just seeing her now, it's like, yeah, like, I see for who you actually are. And then they go back to the, the hideout. And you see Lenny examine and tact, and that's where it <laughs> ended. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, again, this definitely picked up the series as a whole because, again, there's not a lot of development for the first half. Mm-hmm. But now that we're actually getting all this, that's why it's still weird. Like, there's only like 12 episodes of this. <laughs> it's, it's, and we're almost I, done. I don't know how it's 12 episodes because, on so like I said, on um, my on analyst, it shows fucking eight episodes, but it doesn't give us an actual list yet. I don't think it's going to be 12 or if it's 12, it'll be like a split core. There's no way in hell it's 12. Not a chance. I said, there's, I said there's, this cannot be 12. There's no fucking way. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it'll probably be like, like they would have to rush all this or get a season two. It's going to get a season two or it's going to be like a, a split core or like or it is going to be like a split core, like you said, and that's right. it. But uh, great stuff for the week. Uh, we're going to take our last commercial break and then we're going to close out. Okay. Finally. We are here. <laughs> we're dragging at this point, ladies and gentlemen. We we are. We are sorry in advance. <laughs> Absolutely dragging. It is now 1222 as it currently stands right now. As of this recording. Alrighty. Uh, closing thoughts. Um, I want to go to bed. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> you know, we haven't done this well. Should we do recommendations? We can do recommendations. No, if I could be serious about the closing thoughts, as my cat wants to play around with some shit mm-hmm. in front of me. Um, sorry. Uh, if I could be serious about the closing thoughts real quick. Um, I mean, it's again, it's just 
entertainment after entertainment after entertainment. It's uh, I've been thoroughly entertained these last couple of weeks. Everything that we watch just gets better and better. Um, I can't think of anything that is you know bad yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely gonna be like a race to the finish in terms of what happens. This is a very, very, very strong season for sure. Yeah. As as is most of us is for fall, we are going to we are going to do supernatural animes. Animes that have that category. So even we gonna recommend for the supernaturals. It's not my real genre, so I don't have many in terms of supernaturals. Um Well you got well you got Fruit Basket Clanad. Are those considered supernatural? Yeah, well supernatural with the with the zodiac, so yeah. So it was Clanad and then Clanad. Uh, Clanad. What the fuck is a clanad? Clanad. Clanads. Yeah, that Jujutsu Kaisen. I was gonna probably go with Kaisen just because of how fucking wonderful it is. And the movie's coming out December twenty fourth in uh, Japan. So yep, I said we'll get that in the summertime. <laughs> probably more than likely. All right. Uh, my recommendation is the one I watched recently and finished. Link Click mm. is a also a twenty twenty one anime. Mm. It's uh, originally in China, so the, so they speak in Mandarin, and uh, it's, it involves uh, time travel. But they go, they do it by looking through photos. So, uh, oh, like Chang- what? Like oh, like JoJo? But they, they, they but they go in the picture, like back in time. Mm. Uh, well, well, uh, Cheng does. While Lugan, he's the one that observes while he does it. Like he basically guides him into the picture. Like all right, this basically just follow the rules. We have 12 hours, basically, because there's a 12-hour limit. Don't change anything. Whatever is supposed to happen, happen. So they, they solve all these cases of all this. And it's just fantastic stuff. Fantastic. And, yeah, and it's original anime, too. Um, there, it's going to be dubbed in Japanese in January, and season two did get confirmed. I'm glad, because this ended a fucking cliffhanger. Mm. Like, my jaw drops cliffhangers. Mm. Like, holy shit. It's on mm-hmm. it's it's on it's a Funimation exclusive. You can actually watch it right there. This is highly recommended if you like the concept of time travel and it's a mystery type thing. And mm-hmm. just these characters are great. And I love the OP. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I love everything about it. I can't wait for season two whenever that comes out. So definitely give it a chance. Uh, again, this is not Japanese, it's Mandarin. So the, it's gonna sound different, but it works for these for these characters. Mm. All righty. We talked our cake. We had enough cake. We're full of cake. We're going to bed. Uh, <laughs> follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. We also want to thank Sean for being our editor and hosting us on the W2M network. We want to thank Andrew and the Chair Shot Radio for having us there. You can find us on your favorite local podcast, such as uh, Audible, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We have a link tree, which has all of the stuff. You can also follow our Twitter at TalkToCakey. Even hear stuff. Make it snappy. Mm-hmm. All right. He's dead. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, you know, what's funny was you were talking. I was looking at my battery. It's so crazy. My battery on my old laptop used to I couldn't move because it would just die within like an hour and a half. We just did a two hour podcast and my, my, my battery went from 94 percent when we started to 60 percent. Like, I'm so thrilled. All right. 
Anyway, um, you can follow me at my anime Instagram at AI underscore anime 24. You can follow me on my podcast Instagram at podcast dot senpai. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. That's Showstopper 24. Um, and you can follow us on our Talk to Cakey Instagram at Talk to Cakey, T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I. Um, again, as Matthew said, we have a link tree there with all of our links. Uh, you can go ahead and you can check that out. I have my own link tree on my simp on my senpai on my uh <laughs> on my um what's it called on my Instagram. So you can click mm-hmm. on my links. Shout out to my boy uh B Ronan for the Orlando Tragics podcast. Shout out to my boy Andy for the MMA for Marks podcast. Now that I got this new laptop, we're probably gonna do some more videos. Uh, we try and get back in there for you guys. And um, I think that's it, buddy. Let's sign out. All right. Arigato and after fuck you and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan. Bye-bye.